Ah, welcome to the Tuesday show. My name is Ultra David. And I'm James Chen. How's everybody going? We're going to be talking about the shooting, of course. That's the what yeah. we're going to be leading off with. Um, we're also going to discuss a bunch of tournament results. A lot of stuff happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's crazy. We talked about it last week, how there seems to be a lot of events, and every week it just feels like that's what's happening now. I didn't even know about some of them until <laughs> we were talking about them just before we got on the air. Yeah. Uh, we're also going to talk about the cancellation of uh, BCF. Uh, well, just for Tekken and, and Dragon Ball, right? Correct, so, correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. more accurately. Uh, and then there's a bunch of other news that we're going to get to. But again, we're going to talk about the shooting first. This happened in... Um, uh, Jacksonville, Florida, at the GLHF um, Lounge or Gamer Lounge, whatever mm-hmm, it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, in brief, I guess there was a Madden event going on, and uh, some guy who was a competitor in that event, I guess, lost, left, came back, shot a bunch of people, right. killed himself. Um, they said, was it, I think he, ki- he killed three people, or did he only kill two people? I had read four, but I'm not sure if oh, that's been okay. updated since okay. then. Okay. Um, and uh, his name is out now, but uh, I don't want to... Yeah, exactly. Not going not gonna to help spread that around. So you can, you can find out if you are interested in doing so. Um, if it's been updated to two, then I'm glad to hear that, rather than four. So. Okay, okay. Um, Anyway, so that that's what occurred. Uh, nothing nice to say about it, obviously. This is something that's been going on forever um, in the United States of America. It's mass shootings have become more and more of an issue over the past couple of decades. It is not a new trend. Um, in fact, we in the past have discussed on this show how the FGC should deal with mass shootings. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, most mm-hmm. specifically, I think, the, I think the impetus was the Vegas shooting. Right. And what that implied for EVO, but also for other events, and the fact that it could happen in the FGC or in esports. Or maybe it actually, if you recall, there was also uh, a call-in of a bomb or a potential shooting at an event yeah. that, um, of there course, also, didn't happen. There was also someone in, in the chat talking about EVO at one point in time, Correct. right, at a chat. Yeah. Correct, yeah. So, um, in fact, that might have been Twitter. Oh, was it Twitter? Okay. Anyway, so it's something that we've discussed in the past, which means clearly that we're thinking about it, right? So this is not like it's out of the blue. I wish it were, but it's not, because we're all so accustomed to having mass shootings in the country. It's seemingly affected everything. Obviously, schools are a major thing, but movie theaters and just walking around, grocery stores, yeah, restaurants... It's just everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I've had a lot of people tell me, you know, that... Because I tweeted out... One of the first things I tweeted out after the whole thing happened was I felt like one of the most important things to, to, to establish was that, you know, we shouldn't stop going to events. For right? sure. We can't let the fear kind of keep us from doing things that we love. Now, I had a lot of people responding to me, like, I am scared, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, I was like... Dude, I can't blame you at all. If you don't want to go anymore, I there's not I, even though I'm like, let's make sure we still go. If you're scared to go, there's nothing I can say to that because you are absolutely justified into doing that. But the problem now is that if you're scared because it's a it happened at a video game tournament, I mean, just imagine how every parent with right. a child in school feels right now. You know, think about going to a church, going to a gay club, going right. to right. you know any one of these kind of situations. You just have to. It just has to be on your mind. There's, right. there's no. I don't feel like there's anywhere in the country you can go these days. 
outside of a completely secluded forest or something like that that you can actually feel safe that yeah. nothing like that is going to happen. And it's know? it's big cities and small towns. I mean, right. it's, it's happened. It's happening everywhere. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, it's just it's a fact of our lives. Um, I wish that it didn't happen for esports in general. Obviously, um, I mean, I wish it didn't happen anywhere, but I wish that it hadn't hadn't affected us as directly as it does. Uh, that said, the fact that it has, I think, must bring home to people, as you as you indicated, mm-hmm. that it's not something that any of us can escape. If if previously you thought, oh, I'm not in school, I don't go to church, I don't go to clubs, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't work in an office, I don't go to movie theaters, <laughs> right? I'm not sure how many people are involved in that, but right. you know, just all these little Venn diagrams, and I don't know how many of them are outside of all of them. How many people? Um, but now, certainly, all of us are are well within that. Um, so it's it's something that we have to think about and and grapple with, and I think there's a couple different angles on it. W- one is what sort of the the grander question, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. which is which is clearly that guns are a major problem. Um, <laughs> yes, it's obviously the largest predictor of of having major gun violence is having guns. Uh, there's obviously no surprise about that right yeah i mean just to get this straight across right now i know there's probably people in the stream watching who are going to be you know anti-gun reform or on but that's that's just not what you're going to get today it is definitely not yeah i think honestly speaking that if you're somebody who has an expansionist view of the second amendment as as sort of being inviolable uh, i think that you have to realize that your political philosophy entails mass shootings right um Mm -hmm. if if that's something that you are that you accept as maybe like the price of liberty or something. Maybe, right? But but you have to sort of grapple with the fact that that is part of, it's one of the results of your political philosophy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so please understand that. Uh, I wish that people would change their minds. Obviously, there's not going to be a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as far as the, the grander question goes, I don't expect that the fact that it's happened to uh, video gamers will make the difference it's happened to everybody else dude i'm i said nothing has changed i don't know why we would be sort of the straw that broke anything's back trust me i i I said this in twitter a number of times already to people i was like if kids being shot in school yeah has not changed anything and sorry to have this kind of bleak outlook but a bunch of gamers at a gaming tournament it's not gonna it's not gonna add anything to it right absolutely right uh of, of of course look other countries have murder, right? No society is without mm-hmm. killing. Um, there's just that happens. The question is, do they kill with a knife? Do they kill with a small gun, or do they kill with a weapon that's capable of killing multiple people in very short periods of time? Um, at long ranges. At, at ranges, right? So with extreme accuracy with laser scopes. For sure. For sure. Right. So, so, so uh, the, the the point of gun control is not to get rid of crime. Right, there's nobody's pie in the sky about it. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it's just let's let's cut down on how many people are murdered. And by the way, how many people accidentally kill themselves or their friends and family with guns in their home, which mm-hmm, is the biggest mm-hmm, way that people mm-hmm. die from guns. Um, so and that's suicides as well, and, right? right yeah. Well, that's that's part of what I mean. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, I would love it if we could change things. I just don't expect that we would be the reason that things do get changed. <laughs> no, I think there, no. there's got to be a much... I mean, think about this, you know, poor school that got shut up and, and the 
uh, students organized rallies, and there were major rallies, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. featuring thousands and thousands of people. They were broadcast on television. They yeah, interfaced with senators and congresspeople, and it just didn't matter. I don't think that we're going to be the people who make it happen. Dude, again, the guy who shot the man tournament did it from a secluded location from an area that nobody saw. It's not like he burst in through the front door and shot anybody. So if anybody at the man event had a gun, they weren't going to stop him. In fact, there was a picture of, like, Ronald Reagan, like, 10 seconds before he got shot, and it, like, pointed out to, like, seven people around him. They all had guns. No one stopped Reagan getting, you know, kind Dude, of it's, it's just a fantasy. Right. It's just uh-huh. a fantasy. Uh-huh. Um, you'll, you'll hear a first responder after first responder say things like that they're not... They're not Superman. They can't handle everything. Mm-hmm. Many of the schools, several of the schools, more accurately, that have been shut up with mass shootings have had security guards. With They've even had yeah, policemen yeah. in some mm-hmm. cases. Mm-hmm. They've also had very quick responses by police people in, in other cases. Uh, and that hasn't mattered because they're not Superman. Um, no, nobody is. There's nobody like that. So, so rather than thinking what the response is once there, ha- once there is a shooting or once you sort of know that somebody is doing it, that's... Not, it's not the right question. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, the, the right question is, how do you prevent it from happening in the first place? Right. Uh, so someone in the chat says, part of the Jackson FGC. Oh, Los Dados says, uh, I'm part of the Jacksonville FGC. Right. Uh, a woman who's part of their uh, GAAM, Games Art Music Community, started a GoFundMe. For the victims, if it's is it okay if you post the link? I was gonna talk about it anyway. Oh, for I, sure. I already have the GoFundMe he, he on literally my. Has it I open. have it on my page right here. Yeah. I was going to talk about it. So Losta Dosh, please do it right now. Just please put it in the chat. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look. Yeah, the victims. The victims. Uh, oh sure. For sure. Uh, I have their names here. Um, I apologize. I should have had this ahead of time. They don't actually have it listed here in the uh, in the GoFundMe. Uh, I can probably do a quick Google search for it. So, but I know one I of them. I kind of didn't want to say their names, but that's well that's... of the victims, right? Oh, oh, of oh. the victims. Oh, I see. okay, my, yeah, my bad. One of them was uh, I think a player named True. Uh, the other one, hang on, let me let me get to it really quick. Let's see here. So it was Eli True Boy Clayton. Yeah, there you and go. Taylor Spot Me Please Robertson. There you go. Twenty two and twenty seven respectively. And you know what the scariest part about this is too, is like I I I asked one of my friends, uh, you know her, Emily as well. Mm-hmm. She worked closely with she knew all the people involved in this. She worked with ESL, On and ESL has done Madden stuff. Yeah, uh-huh. right. so she knew all these people, you know, and so you got to imagine how hard that this has been for her, you know, to handle this kind of situation. You know, so. it's, it's wild to see tweets from people that they were just shot in the thumb, and so they're glad that they're okay. I right. know, right? Yeah. You know, uh-huh. it's, somebody tweeted that they had been shot, that the bullet had grazed, grazed their head, head yes. right? And uh-huh. that they're glad that they're okay. Uh, it just in, incredible to, you know, obviously I've never been in that position. I hope nobody else is, but it obviously occurs, and I just can't imagine. Right. Right? Literally, I think I cannot. I can only make an estimate. Yeah, and, and seriously, like I said, I was telling a lot of people, they were like, like one guy, the, the person who was streaming the event even tweeted me. He was yeah. like, because I was saying you should keep going to events. He was like, this happened just literally right in front of my face. Right, I saw like, that. 
how how am I gonna? And I was like, dude, you have every right to not go to an event ever again. For I'm, sure, I'm not ever gonna say anything <laughs> about it because I can't even imagine what that's like. Yeah. You know, and and you know, there's always gonna be. I mean, like I got into it on Twitter. I I posted about it, a lot of people talking about it. You know, you get all the same arguments. I don't want to sit here and make this a pro anti gun kind of debate ah, kind of thing. Fuck but, guns. Yeah, pretty much. But like, I don't like them. You know, it's it's ironic to me that you know a lot of people stand behind the Second Amendment as the we have to fight a tyrannical government, right? Yeah. So it's this whole thing, like, we should have guns just in case our government's tyrannical, right? right. One, it's like, we're not going to be body armor, assault rifles, no. tanks, and drones, and, 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 and airplanes and stuff. And two, wouldn't that mean then we should also have a right to health care? Because we should then all be able-bodied to be able to fight back, you right? Know, it's, not, it's not a cohesive political ideology. Right, exactly, right? exactly. Yeah. And, so and by the way, like, the, the idea behind that is something... That doesn't have, it's not like a nice history, right? It extends from the fact that the southern slave states wanted to make sure, to the extent that this is is at all real, Mm -hmm. some of the writings uh, make it unclear what the meaning of the Second Amendment was at all, but but one one of the common sort of reasons for it was that the southern slave states wanted to make sure that their militias wouldn't be uh, overrun by the federal government. Mm -hmm. And so it it was, in their minds, uh, explicitly about slavery, as some things in the Constitution are. It's not the only part of it, of course. Mm -hmm. Uh, That that idea was later uh, brought up again in uh, in the Jim Crow South. Um, It has a significant relationship with the growth of the KKK, uh, and domestic terrorism from white people against black people. Uh, It's it's not a nice history. Mm -hmm. The idea that tyranny is something that you have to overcome is is largely used by um, you know, sort of racist rural whites against mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not a nice origin. Yeah, and I mean the whole thing about. And, second, and in any case, as you said, it's not. It's not practical at all. Yeah, the Second Amendment being about an individual's right to have a own a handgun is literally like as old as Street Fighter Four. It was like determined in two thousand eight. It was a, a Supreme Court case in two thousand eight, DC versus Heller. Um, that case finally granted finally reviewed the uh, Second Amendment, which had never been done by the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. The the Second Amendment at one point, for a long time, was called the Forgotten Amendment because it had so rarely been addressed. Uh, It was not thought of as a core amendment or as giving any core rights to Mm -hmm. people for many, many years, most of the country's history. The very first time that there was anybody in recorded law review history, um, law reviews being sort of the scholarly magazines that lawyers write for each other. Uh, That was in 1960, uh, and it was done by a law student, not even a professor, somebody just coming up with ideas. It wasn't until the late 70s that the NRA decided to pursue that stuff more often. It wasn't until the mid-90s that many, even conservatives, started to believe that the Second Amendment had uh, an individual right associated with it. And as you said, it wasn't until 2008 that the Supreme Court agreed with that. it had been considered a collective right. That is to say, rather than giving it to an individual person, the right to keep and bear arms, it was understood as, as being granted to the militia, which was often understood as being granted to the state, um, mm-hmm. rather than to any, any individual person. So um, the, the Second Amendment is not like some uh, extremely important part of the Constitution. It hasn't been considered like that for a long mm-hmm, period of time. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a super effective PR campaign in the last about 30 years, 35 years, 
uh, that has really made the difference. So it would be great if we could counteract that. I kind of don't see why not. Like, why would if it's just a PR campaign and now we just need a counter PR campaign? Why not? But it hasn't happened. Well, it sure I mean, doesn't seem like it's going to happen the, either. A lot of the politicians are in the pockets of gun lobbyists. For right? sure, for sure. So and 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 as oftentimes happens in the government, it's it's hard to have two sides that are really donating money in that kind of way. Right. One of the sides has a lot of stake in it. The NRA is supplied by a lot of. Uh, gun manufacturers, and they have a, a literal financial stake in it. So they're willing to pump right. in money because they don't mm-hmm, want to lose money. Mm-hmm, that doesn't really exist on the other side. On the other side is only people who don't want people to die, which is not a financially <laughs> backed lobby in the same right. way. That happens in a lot of things in the government. This is, this is an example of that. Right. And it's the reason why nothing has happened. It's the reason why we've had schools shot up and nothing changes and why we have thoughts and prayers from everybody sure. over and over I, again. I mean, I, I don't think that it's only the NRA. I think that there's a big part of the country that is fearful um, and that uh, sort of does worry about the tyranny of the federal government. As I said, though, I think that those are largely the people who I don't care very much for, mm-hmm. um, the, the sort of rural uh, racist that... Um, I think has has sort of direct roots back into the into the Confederacy and the and the post reconstructionist uh, post reconstruction um, late eighteen hundreds uh, in Jim Crow South. I, I don't want anything to do with those folks, but I, I definitely think that there's still very much a strong uh, descendant of of that. I don't want that. Someone in the chat actually says in the South that they hear the argument of we have to protect ourselves from the government. Of course they do. And what you know, if the government is led by a black guy? Right. And, and, and you know what the crazy thing about it, too, is like I said, one, we're not going to... The people with handguns aren't going to make a difference, right? I mean, look, at, I, I honestly feel like the, the, the biggest weapon of being able to fight a tyrannical government at this point in time would actually be a free and clear internet. Because then people could communicate and show what's going on. People could communicate and rally together and, you know, that kind of thing, you know. So, like I said, also, you know, just having good health care would be a better way to do that because then everybody would be able to work. Because it's not about having guns and shooting, too. If you're fighting a war against a tyrannical government, you got to have people who can build things. you got to have people who yeah. can tend to the sick, to the injured. Yeah. You have to have people who can harvest food and do all these things. For the whole greater thing, so having able-bodied people, having health care, all these kind of things, but it just it doesn't correlate with each other because there's no cohesiveness to the 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 the, the thought of having guns. It's much just I mean? much more about fear, right? Because they talk about mental illness, they don't provide any way to give people the treatment yeah. for the mental illness. Right. I, it's, I, it's, it drives me nuts. And then and then on top of everything. On top of everything, and I don't know why this hasn't been the biggest red flag to anybody who's kind of pro-gun. The NRA is banning guns from their next convention. Well, they've done that for years. Right. In fact, that that is such that has been going on long enough that there's literally a study I read yesterday that that looked at whether uh, gun-related accidents drop on the weekend yeah. of the NRA convention because so many gun gun-having people go to the NRA and can't to the NRA convention and then can't use their guns there that they're not in their local communities with their guns. Right. So does mm-hmm. that cause a drop in how many gun related accidents and even just killings happen uh, on that weekend? Yeah. Like a 20% drop. It's like a very substantial drop. And of course that's not everybody who owns a gun. It's a tiny percentage right. of the people who own mm-hmm. a gun actually go to this mm-hmm. NRA event. And yet 
there's a substantial drop in the number of gun-related accidents and fatalities. Yeah, because that, 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 I mean, that right there, it, that is a very clear sign. I mean, on top of all the, it's super obvious factor, mm-hmm. it's a very clear sign that guns themselves, ha- the having of guns is a major predictor for whether there's going to be gun violence. Right. And, you know, the thing is, all these cool. shootings that have happened have been from people who have legally obtained guns. I know a lot of people talk about, well, if we ban guns, only criminals will be the ones that have guns. Half the time that these killings happen, it's, it, it's, it's from people who aren't criminals. You know what no, I mean? Ma- many times there hasn't yet been a, a criminal thing. I mean, some, sometimes there are people who yeah. were even like looked at by the FBI and whatnot, but right. sometimes it's not at all like that. It's just <laughs> folks. I mean, to be fair, you know, I did have someone tell me a story, you know, on Twitter that, you know, they were about to be robbed out, out by the ATM, and because yeah. they had a gun, that they basically saved themselves. I, right? Sure, I, I believe it. And it absolutely happens. It happens. Absolutely happens. But I don't know how often, but it, it occurs. I'm a sure. lot of those do occur because the other person had a gun, right? So there was an article linked to me, and they were like, "How about all the times that the gun has saved lives?" Uh-huh. And the people who were attacking had their own guns. Okay. Right? So, and then plus the other thing, too, and it's a weird thing. Like, this is just of my own thought, but like, there just hasn't been a reason to develop non lethal firearms because that's been happening. But it's just, they don't, no one really talks about it. It's not a big thing because guns do the job already. Well, I mean, that's not true. People have tasers and they have, you can shoot bean bags and you can shoot. Little corks and whatnot. I mean, that that stuff exists. It's just, it's not. I don't think that that's that relevant to the question of controlling deadly firearms. Um, you can. I just think for the for the role of self protection in your house. Yeah. Like, there's got to be something that you can shoot into someone that just emits electricity like crazy. There it's is not a taser gun. You know what I mean? No, that's a taser gun. That's but what it is. Doesn't like shoot like wires, and you have to it, like. Yeah. But see that I don't know if that like if there's two people like can you get two people? All right, with if it? you had a gun, could you kill two <laughs> people? No, I mean the 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 whole the argument that a major reason to own guns is to protect your home against home invasion is 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 again it's one of these Superman kind of things right. where where maybe every now and then somebody prevents a, an attacker from doing something in their home. Much more frequently, the gun is locked and you can't just quickly mm-hmm. get it. Or the gun is in another room and you can't just quickly get it. Or you're scared because, duh, somebody's got a gun right. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. It's just, it's not, it's not a practical thing. It can happen. It's not never. But right. it's just not a practical thing to expect that having a gun is going to... And, and certainly nobody comes into your house in the first place or, or doesn't go to your house in the first place thinking, what if that person has a gun? Right. That's, it's, not, it's not the mindset of somebody who, come, who does that in the first place. I just I think that that is not a good argument for why you should have guns. It's wild. Yeah, I mean it's it's frightening when someone from the Middle East tells us that they don't want to move to America because it sounds too dangerous. That's what Tekken Master told me. Yeah, um, uh-huh. he he doesn't he'd never want to live in the U.S. because the U.S. is dangerous. Yeah, I mean, he lives in Bahrain, which is not a dangerous country, but he's right. not, you know, he's not so far away from things that are happening in Iraq and Yemen and whatnot, right? Um, no, and and I, I definitely get it. Anyway, I'm very much in favor of gun control, and and that is not to say that I want the complete. Ah, I do. I basically want all guns gone. That is basically right. my position. However, I understand that that's not plausible, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. That's it's not gonna it's not gonna happen. 
I'd much rather there just be stronger regulation. Um, so yeah, I've heard this argument before too. If you're living in a place where the police are far away, that they're 30 minutes, that they can't get to you, that having a gun is more important. You know, like having people trying to come and like kill your cows or something like that in the farm. For sure. So um, what what some countries do is they, in in that kind of an instance, they can give a license to somebody to own a gun to actually protect themselves. Mm-hmm. That is something mm-hmm. that some countries, Australia does that, that, that exists. So okay. Okay. it's certainly a problem that can be overcome okay. by, okay. by smart regulation. Right. Uh, I just, I want smarter regulation. Um, my pie in the sky ideal is we just don't have guns. That's not gonna happen. Right. So mm-hmm. the second best thing is let's have better regulation. And that's not, that's not made impossible by the Heller decision, by the way, um, or the one that, that came after it. You can still, Regulate guns. That primarily applied to the to the home. Can mm-hmm, you own guns? Mm-hmm. Can, can you own handguns in the home? Yeah, you can. But can you own a bazooka in the home or whatever, an assault rifle? Can you own anything in public? Right. These are different questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so it's it, we can definitely still do legally speaking gun control without having a new Supreme Court decision allowing it. It is already allowed. It's doable. It's just, we're just not doing it. That's all. Yeah. Um, I mean, what, what the regulation entails is, I think, not... It's sort of the secondary question. Mm-hmm. Because for many people, that's not... Many people who oppose gun control, the question is not, what kind of gun control should we allow? It's, let's not allow gun control. Mm-hmm. Right? So, mm-hmm. so the, the first point is, let's get to a point where we can have it so that somebody who opposes some gun control can say... What kind of gun control should we allow? Yeah. They're and, not even there yet. And JFC, Something we gotta go. JFDC, we already said that earlier, that obviously this isn't going to change anything if a bunch of kids being For shot sure. in school hasn't changed anything. Although, you know, gamers are pretty resourceful people. You know, if, look, if it can spur a group of people and somehow it, it works out, you know, that gamers are the ones that can do it because... They've obviously done all sorts of crazy things in the past. So, I mean, maybe, and more power to them. I'm not saying it can't happen. I'm just saying it's very unlikely. Come on, yeah. It's very unlikely, so. Yep, yep. Um, you know, a lot of folks own guns, and not many people uh, are opposed to gun control. I mean, if you look at the polls, very consistently, there's broad support for gun control. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, that's both among people who don't own guns and people who do own guns. So there's, there's public will for it. There's just not the will when it comes to the top-level politicians. It just doesn't exist yet. I wonder if... Um, uh, I mean, at, at least we shouldn't be able to have access to laser scopes and assault rifles. I mean, come on. Like that, right? Right. I mean, that, like... I don't know. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Uh, it's it's certainly. I mean, it's not true that NRA members or silencers are or all evil people. That bump, said, bump stocks, you know, yeah, come on. all these things. But that said, I think that if your if your political philosophy is something that takes an expansionist view on the Second Amendment, saying that there's no regulation that's permissible, I think that you have to understand that your philosophy entails mass shootings. That's it's just part of it. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and maybe for you, the calculation is okay. We're willing to accept some mass shootings in favor of having liberty and in, in the way that you define it. Right. But I really think that that's just something you have to contend with at a personal level, that that is linked to your philosophy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the interesting thing. It's just, uh, uh, well, 
Yeah. Anyway, um, so this is the that's the larger sort of overview of the world that we live in, uh, and I don't think any of us expects it to change anytime soon. Yeah. The secondary question is at the lower level, which is what happens at FTC. What do we do? Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, so so assuming that political action is not the way to go, and that we can't expect things to work out that way. What do we do with our own events to make it so that we can be safe? Mm-hmm. Um, and so already some tournaments, tournament organizers have talked about increasing security. For example, at SoCal Regionals, which mm-hmm. is this uh, coming month, um, they're going to have increased security there. There have already been events this year that had more security. For example, at um, CEO, there were bag checks on the way in. Mm-hmm. Final mm-hmm. round required people to have the clear bags, clear bags yeah. so that they could see what was in your bags. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't go to Evo, but I've heard that Evo had more substantial protection this year. So okay. that's what Sejan was telling me. Um, you know, that's the, those, those are things that can be done at least at the biggest tournaments. Right. Um, but that said, that, that is costly. It's very costly. You have to hire more security people and people who are who are doing a certain job rather than just sort of walking around. Oh, uh, uh, Wizard also said that they had, there were basically undercover police officers oh, at Evo. Oh, yeah, he tweeted about dang. it. Okay, um, okay. So, so there are tournaments that are doing these things, but like I said, those are expensive. Not something that every tournament can do, and especially something that is on the smaller side. Right. Um, it's just not reasonable to expect something where. Uh, there are 20 or 30 people there to have anything like the resources required for substantial protection, substantial security checks. You know, whether it's bag checks or, or whether it's uh, uh, a metal detector or whatever it may be, those places just don't employ enough people. Like, there's literally, it's not financially right. yeah. doable for them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how you fix that problem. Um, I'm oh. happy that on the larger side of things that they have taken measures and that they're going to be stepping them up. But that's, uh, you know, it's it's an unsatisfactory response. It's all they can do, but it's not it's not getting at the root problem, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, we talked about the root problem. It's just, well, it, I, obviously, it always has to go back to the fact that there is this root problem, and we only have so many resources as individuals well, in, in events to, I mean, to combat what I we need to do. I also think one of the root problems that we didn't talk about here that, in my opinion, I think is one of the biggest problems is just that there is a weird glorification of guns in For America, sure. right? Weird. So it's like owning guns, like you polish them and display them in cases like like it's like a car you know what i mean or it's like it's like a trophy kind of thing you brag about the gun you know and stuff like that and you know there's that video of them like having a little kid holding a gun and the parents being laughing and being like oh look at him you know look how cool it is you know and it's like there's just this gun worship in our countries Uh, and 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 i'm not sure where that came from i mean it's been around forever right it's been around forever and i think a lot of it has to do with just the you know, militaristic nature of the country, sure. you know, it's and again, it's like I said, I'm not saying that I'm against the military or soldiers or anything like that. It's, that's a completely different thing. It's more just that, you know, there is this promotion of, you know, the soldier being the archetype, emotionless, powerful, you know, and I have a gun and I can shoot people and this is a, an admirable thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's yeah, rather than like a sort of necessary, somebody has to do it kind of thing. Right. It's mm-hmm, aspirational, mm-hmm. which it should not be. Exactly. So... <sighs> but yeah, so I mean, at this point, you mean the, the hard part about it is a lot of joysticks have a lot of space inside them, especially yeah. custom joysticks, right? So you could definitely fit things in there. You fit sandwiches inside your. I definitely did. You know, in your in your burritos uh, to be precise. But yeah, what is it? Burritos. 
Oh, burritos. You fit burritos in there, okay. Only burritos. Um, but, you know, a lot of the joysticks already have a lot of space in there. Yeah. You know, so what is it going to come down to? Are, are all joysticks going to have mandatory openable? Because a lot of joysticks, you have to use a screwdriver to right. open them, right? And so are we going to have to only regulate it so that only the TE2s and the, the joysticks that can be opened up so we can see inside them can be brought into events now? You know, what, what? I'm not sure what the what the situation is. No, there's only so much that you can do. Um, you know, keep, keep in mind that, uh, for example, when the when the TSA checks you going through an airport, that stuff is not terribly effective. Um, t- time and again, there have been tests to see how well that security does, mm-hmm. and the failure rate is in ninety percent off the time. Gigantic failure rate. Uh. Um, so it's it's not it's not like that is the effective part of it, uh-huh. right? Um, I mean, it's just not effective. Uh, it's a it's a show. It's a theater, security theater. That's what folks call it. Um, so I think that that it's, it's kind of like the, the 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 red light on a car trying to deter you know people from yeah, stealing right, your car, right? right? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, that actually may be more effective. I don't know. Anti theft system, which is literally just a blinking light, right. making them hope that you know trying to trick them into thinking you have an alarm in your right. car. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so I mean, I don't I don't have much faith in security of that sort anyway. Right. Um, but. You know, certainly it cuts down. It cuts it down from 100 percent to 90 percent possibility of getting something through there. So there's a reduction of some of right, some degree, yeah. uh, which is, I suppose, better than nothing. But um, no, I would hate it if there, if something happened where somebody brought a stick in that had had a gun in, and then we have to spend the next dozen years doing the same thing of this sort of equal idea of taking your shoes off before you walk in because mm-hmm. one time a guy tried to light his shoes on fire on the plane and failed. And because of that, for the last however long it's been now, 12, 15 years, we all have to take our shoes off uh, when Is we go in. why? Yes, there was a shoe bomber, um, an t- intended shoe bomber, who failed. Somebody saw him trying to light his shoes with a match and stopped him. And it didn't, so it didn't even work, right? But <laughs> we still have to do it uh, forever. So I don't want that to happen with something like a joystick, where it just becomes a show and, oh, and it's just my. not relevant. So I would, I would hate that. But maybe we gotta, you know, I don't know. Right. I mean, when when the government just won't help you out, you have to act on your own. Uh, and this is, I guess, what we are reduced to doing. Oh boy. Yeah, I mean. I mean, some some checking is okay. It's okay. I just yeah, what, what, yeah, yeah. what I'm what I'm saying is I don't want to get to an extreme point because I think that that's not helpful. Some some che- I mean, bag checks, uh, uh, the metal detector kind of stuff that um, other tournaments have already mm-hmm, put in. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think those are reasonable steps, mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm glad that the big tournaments are doing it. But I don't want to get to a point where it gets crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, you know, you you brought up Tekken Master, but. Uh, uh, Leffen also tweeted that he's kind of sad that the scene for his game is based in the United States. He has to come here frequently because he's at least to some degree worried about a shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it may be that his experience is different than most people's. Most people are just coming to a tournament and kind of anonymous. But in the Smash scene in particular, and for all the scenes in general, um, 
top players get more attention and more negative attention as well as more positive right. attention. So, uh -huh. so for him, I can imagine it being uh, feeling like more well, of a dire thing. Remember what happened with Zero? Yes. He had literal death threats. Literal death threats. Right? He had literal death threats for himself. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, look, I don't think it's not likely that anything's going to happen. Obviously. It's, it's, ne it's just in day-to-day -day life, even though we've had shootings. Obviously, it's not likely that any of us get shot. But you have to act as, as though you have to sort of take those steps to lower the possibility, since the government won't do it. Um, and uh, we, we have to have uh, bag checks and stuff like that, I guess. Right. Well, I mean, I'm glad that a lot of the events are stepping up for it. And it is a necessary evil. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen with, like, the, the NLBCs and the Wednesday night fights. There's only so much they can do, Hell right? Night yeah. fights and stuff like that. I mean, that. I went to NLBC early, earlier this month. I saw that place. It's just a little store. Right. You know, uh -huh, it's... It, uh -huh. There's no way they have the resources for that. Yeah, exactly. No way. So... Mm. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's an unfortunate situation. It's frustrating. I mean, honestly, though, really, again, if anybody has the link, I'll post it again into the chat. But uh, there's also this right here, the uh, GoFundMe for people to donate to this uh, to try to help support Again, I mean, some of the guys who were, uh, one of the guys who was killed had a wife and a kid and mm -hmm. was doing this to try to earn extra money to help support his family. I mean, literally, that's what he was doing, you know, and it's, it's, it's terrible, so. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, bad news, bad news. Um, anything else to say about the event itself and your reaction to it? Um, again, I mean, I've seen a lot of people express their concern about going to events uh, at this point in time. And again, I, I think the right thing to do is to keep going to the events because we can't let the fear kind of prevent us from doing that. And again, it's like, oh my God, it hit home, right? But again, you know, schools are being, I mean, the most one of the most recent school shootings they interviewed the kid. It's one of the kids. And the kid was like, why was this a shock? Why right. is this a shock that it was going to happen to our school? It's like, it's happening everywhere. Like, why is this even a surprise? Like, how could you even call this like a, oh my, are you, are you surprised that this happened? They were like, yeah. no, right? I mean, that's just the way it is, right? So we can't go to theaters. We can't do anything right now. You literally can't go do, enjoy anything that you want to enjoy without this worry. So... You know, if if you can find it in yourself to still make it to the events, I think that that's the right thing to do. If you are scared, though, and you are worried and you are already a paranoid kind of person and don't want to go there, or if this just really just changed your mind about yeah. going to these events, again, I have absolutely nothing negative to say about that. Sure. You are absolutely in your right to do it. Everybody has the right to, to stop going to events. So. Yeah, right. Everybody's risk tolerance is different. That is, that yeah. is for sure. That mm -hmm. is for sure. Um, so also unfortunate to see some of the reactions to the event. You know, we all, I think, expect for there to have been uh, sort of abusive media oh, yeah, yeah, in yeah. response okay. to it. Okay. Um, 
frankly, I haven't seen as much as I ha- was worried that I okay, would. Okay. Uh, it's it exists. Like there was saw a segment on Fox News that was about how this is about violent video games and right. banned video games. And, and, and just, obviously ABC had a thing that said that uh, to be sort of worried that there was a new tournament to be held at Esports Arena. So there, it exists, but I kind of thought that there would be more. It's just that I think that that's... It's like, it's like with the kid who you referenced being not surprised that guns happened at his mm-hmm, school. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, we're all sort of conditioned to this ridiculous cycle of guns and then bad media responses to it and then more guns. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not... I, wasn't, I was expecting for there to have been media, bad media stuff. And again, you know, uh, it's not contradictory to say that, you know, I don't blame you for not going, even though I said you should, I I believe you should go. Yeah. That's just, that's the way I view it. I don't think that's contradictory. I don't, I, I I think that you should try to go, but like I said, if you, if you can't find it in your heart to do it, I'm not going to argue with that at all. 100%. Yeah. 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 Of course. Of course. Um, yeah, so uh, Ernesto Lopez put up a video that was uh, about the event. Um, I didn't watch it, so I... I think he actually watches the clip on there and does a reaction video to it. I think it's literally a reaction video to it. And, um, I mean, I know before he was focused more on just, like, the comedy Gnarly. aspect and stuff like that, but to do an actual reaction video to it, I don't... I. I, I'm not, and then he monetized the video too. Indeed, he monetized the video, so it's Indeed. just that is it's not a good look. It's not a good look, and uh, very disappointing. Yeah, very disappointing. Not, not happy about that because you know I've supported him in the past when he was doing all the humor sure. clips and stuff like that. I've Funny stuff. Tried to, tried to help him out, promote he's, his comedy and stuff like that. He's on hosting at uh, what was it? KIT, KIT maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. which uh, I thought was good. Uh-huh. I, thought, right. I thought it was well done. Yeah. Yeah, that is, uh, that's super disappointing. Um, I don't know the guy terribly well. I'd be surprised if he had any sort of negative intent in doing that. Right. I don't know. I mean, but I think I'd be surprised if he was, like, intending um, maliciousness. But it, but it certainly comes across as being very bad. Right. I mean, he, he did unmonetize it. He did apology, apologize about it. But, I mean, I mean, the question for us, like, I mean... Obviously, there's going to be people like, well, what are you guys doing right now? You're talking about it, and you're, like, trying to, like, you know. For sure. You know, I mean, I guess it's, I mean, I just, I, if he talked about it, that would be different. But I think a reaction video is is, Gnarly. is, is not good. Like, actually watching the clip and reacting to it on a video that you're editing and putting up, I don't know. I think that. No, it's bad. Yeah. Like, discussion like this? If he just discussed it like this, and, like, face to the camera was like, hey, this is how I feel about the situation. I mean, if he did that, if Max did that, if Flo did that, if anybody did that, Eris did that, like, I don't think that that would be a problem. You know, it's just... Just talking about it? Just Yeah, just talking about it, like, kind of like we are right now, right? Yeah. So... Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Um... Nothing, nothing great to say about that. So. <sighs> oh, it was just the audio. I mean, like I said, I didn't, I didn't want to watch it. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Uh, I didn't think that would be something to support. So I, 
But still, folks are saying he just listened to the audio. I mean, that is that's bad. I mean, a sure. lot of people have said that that's one of the most terrifying parts of it, is the audio, because they're just like, as soon as they hear it, it's like it's it's frightening already. I could, you yeah. Know what I mean, so. Uh. Okay. Yeah, he watched the one that had the in-game footage plus the audio. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's really bad. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, it's a depressing Tuesday show. <laughs> I mean, it's a depressing time, right? I mean, what, what a what thing you, to say. What do you? What, what? What? I mean, it happened, and it's in the esports world. We're all trying to do esports over here. Look, it directly so. it directly impacts us. I mean, uh, it it impacts everybody who goes to events in person, which is a lot of people. A lot mm-hmm. of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it impacts, as we've been saying, everybody who does almost anything mm-hmm. in the U.S. But but now there's sort of a direct impact into something that we do. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, you have to. You definitely have to talk about it. Uh, is there anything else to say about it though? Right now. No, I don't think there's really much to add to it. To be honest with you, I think everybody's kind of gotten a, a big. You know, they they've gotten enough of it already. Um, cool. Well, some fun stuff did happen this weekend. Well, before I do that though, let me do one well, more thing. What's that? Let's take a break first. Well, let me do one thing really quick. I just oh yeah to, okay. I just want to put this on the stream right here, and um, this is the URL of uh, the, actually. I'm sorry. Yeah, continue. This is the URL of the GoFundMe here. Um, just GoFundMe.com/slash/GamersGiveBackGLHF. If you have trouble remembering that, good luck. Have fun. Right. Right, so gamers give back. Good luck, have fun. G L H F, and uh, you can go there and donate and help support to help the people affected by it recover. Yeah, recover from it. So, yeah. uh, I did see the tags that he used on the video, and uh, they were not good. I mean, look, my bet is that uh, he just has a set standard set of tags that he applies to every video. Because mm-hmm. we do that. Right. It's just yeah. like a template. Yeah, template, basically. Uh-huh. And so, if, it, you know, his normal template is to be funny, I mean, my guess is he just copy and paste that into this video without even thinking about it. Right. Um, just that's, I mean, because I've, I've certainly uh, put up videos that I don't think about the tags for. I just have put the tags up. Uh-huh. And sometimes I'm sure they haven't been exactly appropriate, right. but it's like you don't even think about it on the creator side. So that's that's my guess. Right. That's my guess. I don't I don't think that that's he's not like trying to make light of it. I don't think that's the intention. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure, for sure. But that's bad news for sure. I mean the whole the whole thing is bad news. Right. Uh, all right. You want to take a break? Yeah, I would like to take a break first. Okay, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about some uh, some results. Lots of results happening this weekend. So uh, be right back, guys. Oops, Sako's still here. It's a nice eyewash, though. It is. It is. Okay. All right, welcome back to the video games part of the show. Let's talk about tournament results because quite a few things did happen this past weekend. Yeah. We will begin by talking about Esports Festival Hong Kong. Yeah, that one uh, was a premier event. Street Fighter Four CPT premier event. Five. Street Fighter wow. Five. Correct. <laughs> Street Fighter Five. <laughs> Weird. Oh man. Uh, Can't believe I'm thinking about four. Oh, because I was thinking about Dan earlier today. 
Oh, that's right, because you, you found that video. Yeah, I found that video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, was wa- I watched it again. I yeah. was just like, man, David totally should have won that. <laughs> I just, you know, anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, eSports Festival Hong Kong uh, taking place in, obviously, Hong Kong in China. Uh, a lot of strong players here again. Oh, yeah, crazy strong. Asia. But again, the cool thing about it is a uh, lot of players making the, the trip out there. I know Alex Myers is out there. Justin Wong was out there. Did he? Did Justin play in this? He did. He did play in this. Okay. Oh, yeah. He got, uh, I think, 17th. Okay. And then also, of yes. course, uh, the Dominican Republic, Mena, and Kaba out there. You know it. And uh, Kaba. Let's, I mean, if I just go straight into the results here, Kaba. Wait, before, before you do the top eight, let me talk to you about who didn't make top eight. All right? In 33rd place. Mena RD, Gachikun, Itazan, uh, Moke, XYZZY, Tokido. Oh, that's like the lowest Tokido has ever placed. I think it literally might be the lowest he's ever placed. Uh, crazy. In 49th place, players including Mago, Storm Kubo, Oshin Chang was out there, by the way, Hot Dog 29, Haku, uh, etc. Mago, Mago, that's the. Um... That's Taco's babysitter, right? Twenty <laughs> fifth, <laughs> Jiwa, Xiaobao, Punk, Let's Ricky go Ortiz. Jiwa. Let's go Jiwa. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, M Lizard, who beat Daigo and is pretty sick looking. Uh, Human Bomb, to four. Seventeenth places included Daigo Imahara, Sien, Justin Wong, Nemo, Angry Bird. Nemo. Ninth places included Gamer B, Shao Hai, Big Bird, Momochi. Thirteenth, Dogura, Gafro, Anman, and Kazunoko. That. I mean, come on. <laughs> the players who did not make top eight, ridiculous. Yeah. This, this event was crazy stacked. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. The CPT premiere events are kind of lopsided in terms of geography and time. Mm-hmm. Asian ones are basically on this half of the year. Yeah. Right? They're after uh-huh, Evo. Uh-huh, uh-huh, so uh-huh. Uh, players who, haven't, who don't feel like they're set in the CPT points or who live in East Asia anyway, uh, they went. They basically all went, and it was crazy strong. Right. Crazy yeah. strong tournament. But, I mean, I, we were talking about it. Mena RD had a tweet today. He was like, I'm back home. And you guys were all talking smack to me when I said our island has the best guile. Yeah, man. Well, look. Top eight at Evo. Yep. Uh, third place at, uh, which event was it? Taiwan, Taiwan Fighter. Made, Taiwan Fighters. And here he is. Seventh place. Rise Kaba. Guile consistently placing higher than Daigo in every tournament. He beat Daigo at uh, Evo. Oh, I know he did. Well, mirror matches, I'm always like. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just messing around. Yeah, I know. That doesn't matter. But how much. I mean, right. honestly, like Kaba, I think he's the best Guile right now. I mean, I don't. Currently, think, I think it's hard to disagree. I don't think that's a hot take at all. I don't all. think it is. Either. I don't think it's a hot take in any way, shape, or form, too. So I don't think it is either. Yeah. Uh, anyway, who else got top eight? Seventh place, RB Bonchan with Karin Nash and Sagat. Yeah. Uh, fifth place, FAV Sako, fresh fresh from his Taiwan major win with Minat. And fifth place was also Fudo's Fujimura. With Ibuki, mm-hmm. fourth place, Fudo Haitani with Akuma. So I feel like this is a one of his best placings since switching away from Nikali. Okay, yeah, brother you know, Drew. So uh, I'm I'm really happy for him. But UIU Oil King in second and third place with Rashid and UIU NL with Cami mm-hmm. in second place. So great job to the UIU team. But Definitely. first place, finally, CYG BST Fudo. 
finally took one. Armika. I'm so happy for him, dude. I'm so happy because he's been getting so many second places. Got third place at Evo. He's He's been he talking about second at slump. Evo. I mean, th think about this is going back to... No, he got third at Evo. I mean... Back in the back in Street Fighter Five, oh yeah, season yeah, 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 you're right. Like, this is yeah, the yeah. whole length uh -huh, of Street Fighter Five. Uh -huh. Yeah, he's always gotten second place, second place, second. And in fact, he even was questioning himself in one of his tweets. He's just like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know why I can't close these things out. But he did it, and he had. Did you see some of the sick tech that he did? I did. I did. Did you see <laughs> the, the the anti V trigger dive kick yeah. that he did to NL? He's like, let me call Nadeshko. Drill through, and then Nadeshko punishes, and he linked it into the super. <laughs> that was sick. I mean, seriously, good awesome. good job it to awesome. Fudo. Yeah, congrats uh, to him. Super happy for him. Oh, yeah, And you definitely. know Daigo was probably in the crowd going, he was one of the background Street Fighter guys. Very deserving, of course. Very cool. Congrats to Fudo. Has been consistently one of the best Street Fighter Five players throughout the game's life. Mm -hmm. uh, he was definitely the best player to not have won a premiere. So, I mean, at one point in time, if you guys remember, Fudo and Haitani, we were always talking about as the two most consistent Street Fighter players. You're right. That was the, the general consensus at one point in time. Then Fudo kind of hit a slump, and now... Same with Haitani. Yeah, same with Haitani. Haitani, though, I mean, he, it comes with a character change. Sure, right? he did switch characters. And, so. and, and you know, Fudo able to, to, to take this event with a low-tier character, according to Luffy... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. Luffy had the tweet. He's like, "Congratulations, Fudo, for taking a major and with a low tier character." I'm sure he That's was funny. trolling. Yeah, he oh, was for sure. For yeah, sure. yeah, he was trolling, but still, that is funny, you know, though. that is funny. Oh, uh, I mean, I remember thinking back to when he first picked up Mika, and I thought, "That's such a strange choice." Never would have thought that this guy who the played Faye Long yeah. would play Mika. I thought he would just play like some solid, boring defensive character, right? Uh, Footsie's character, but. Uh, and he even said at the time, he's just playing Mika because she's fun and he didn't expect to last with her. Hey, he said that he, he just thought that she was kind of cheap enough that yeah. he could get away with a lot of things. Right. And so I'm just going to take advantage of that right, right. now. Right. Yeah, but he just never stopped doing it because I think he just likes that critical art too much. Look, he, but it's not, it's not just that. I mean, in, in the end, and now after with multiple years of experience with the character, his neutral game is ridiculous. Yeah, his yeah. footsies with that character are amazing. Every single time he hits a stand strong, it's into EX. Mm -hmm. A thousand percent yeah. he does that. Uh, every single time he can whiff punish with a fist <coughs> into butt, he does it. Uh, he whiff punishes with stand with crouching short a lot. He does slide a lot in situations where it hits, even if it'd be unsafe. He mm -hmm. just it works. Like his neutral game is is so so strong, and, and he and he makes her a wall. I mean, his anti airs with the character are crazy too. Great, to, great linking into supers off of those crowd crazy. shorts and stuff crazy. like that. Yeah, uh -huh. so so good. So he ended up, I think, ended up picking a strong character for himself. I just didn't see it at the time. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think at the time. Some people early on in Street Fighter V recognized her as being a strong character, mm -hmm. but I think in retrospect we might not have even gotten to the full depths of it because she was right. nerfed substantially, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and yet mm -hmm. she is still one of the better characters in the game. Yeah, right? yeah. So I mean, it's it's interesting because I know Fudo's joking because Fudo at one point in time even had a tweet. He was like, "Just look at the top placing in CPTs to know who your top tier are." And Fudo's up there, so Mika was in that list. He even had Mika listed there. So I, I know Fudo. I know. I know Luffy was just having, for sure, for sure, having a good time. So for sure, uh, cool for NL to be up there. Same with Oil King. 
And uh, Fujimura just continues being to be one of the best. So consistent. And very consistent. And, and honestly, uh, I, I feel like he is the most consistent Kami right now. Gamer B, yeah. Shao Hai in ninth place, Kazunoko in thirteenth place, but I feel like NL is the only one that has that kind of consistency with her. So. Yeah, yeah, I think I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, the top sixteen does include four Kamis, but if you check out who's in top eight, it's Mika, Kami, Rashid, Akuma, Ibuki, Manat, Karen, Nash, Guile. That's more than. Did you eight. just skip Sagat, dude? Oh, Come and on. Sagat. I mean, he lost yeah, the Sagat. I know, but I know. <laughs> if you count them all, that's okay. ten characters out of yeah. eight players. Mm-hmm. So I think the game's diversity actually in this tournament ended up being fine. I mean, that's actually a really good list of like top eight right there. It's like, it's I, strong, man. It's only Bonchan that I feel like is kind of throwing it out of whack a little bit with the with the Karen Nash and Sagat, although. Karen is good. Karen, yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, I don't think she's top she's 10, good. but she's yeah. good. Not she's top good, tier. So, yeah. Yeah, anyway, very cool to watch. Uh, again, it was it's crazy to see how many strong players ended up not in top 8. But that's not even bad for them, right? That was just how strong yeah, the tournament it's, was. It's, it's how it always is, it's right? It's going to be it's like just, that sometimes. It's how it always is. Even so. somebody like Tokido, who has been so consistent, he can't make grand finals every single time. <laughs> Most you, of them, but you say that. <laughs> Most of you them. You say that, but yeah. man, that guy has done an amazing job doing that. It's it's ridiculous. Um, but speaking of Hong Kong, I also wanted to bring up. No, this is the same results here. There was another tournament that was at Hong Kong. It was the uh, end of the Neo Geo World Tour. Ah, right. The Neo Geo World Tour, where they had, I think they had like Metal Slug events and all these kind of other things going on there as well. Um, but uh, of course, the big thing here was the King of Fighters uh, 14 tournament. Although they did have a 98 tournament as yeah, well. Yeah, I'm not sure which one of those was a bigger deal, to be honest. Oh, okay, okay. Well, so in the King of Fighters 98 tournament, uh, Joven and Laban got seventh place. Fifth place was Hak Chai and Pac Man Loon. Uh, fourth place was Tremba Dako, and uh, third place was Blackwell E.T. Second place, Wild Hop 1802. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Wild Hop. Great name. Yeah, it's it's perfect just a total nonsense name, yeah, that's all. And it's perfect for KOF, yeah. frankly. And of course, first place was Tremba Douyu Shaohai. So there you go. Nice work. Yeah. Nice work. I'm, I'm going to pronounce it correctly <laughs> from now on. You can do it, yeah. I, I need to, so. Uh, basically, like the punch king, like attack king, and then fighting fish, the what? kid. That's what a tremba means, like you're like the punch king. Oh, like the sick, really? King. Yeah. Oh, tren, I had no idea. So tren is the same word in, in Japanese as ken. Shoryuken. Okay. It's the same word. Yeah. And so, you know, when they say wave hadu fist... So that's because Ken Chen means fist. Can right. also mean punch. So it's really right. like the fish fist lord, basically, sick. you know, kind okay. of thing. It's kind of a sick name once I found I out what it means. I think that's way cooler. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then Dou Yu is like a fighting fish. It's like a, it's like the a fish. Yeah, fish. Yu is fish. Okay. But Dou Yu is like the fighting, like the the the, uh, you know, those those fighting fish out there. You know that. Okay, never mind. I don't um, know anything about a fighting fish. But that's cool. Cool anyway. I, there, there, there's that fish. I'm not saying you're wrong. I just don't know anything about a fighting fish. <laughs> beta fish. That's what it is. The be- the B E T T A fish. The be- beta fish. 
which is a fighting. F okay, you know what? You don't know anything about this illegal market of battling fish. Oh and my stuff god, like really? That. I don't know if it's actually that way. It the, actually sure is. Sure enough, the Siamese fighting fish. The Siamese fighting fish, and it is B E T T A. It is. It is B E T T A. Is oh, but look at this. It's a very pretty looking fish. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful fish. It's a beautiful fish. So. Known to be highly territorial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, for once, I'm not, called... I'm not speaking about all this random nonsense. I looked it up. Oh, they are called fighting fish in Thai mm -hmm. and Khmer. Yeah, so there you go. So, That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I don't support fighting fish. But, I mean, it's, it's a cool name. It's, it's a, cool, and name. a cool, name. cool name. It's a cool name. So, yeah, because the fish is beautiful and, the, and, the, and it's a beautiful, and, and it kind of gives the... Bread specifically for heightened aggression, domesticated beta matches can go on for much longer, with winners determined by a willing willingness to continue fighting. In the wild, they do spar, but only for a few minutes. Okay. Dang. Anyway, enough about fish. That is a cool name, though. Yeah. Uh, King of Fighters 14, seventh place was S Song, or Song, as well as TXC Violent Kane. Uh, fifth place was Blackwell ET one one two zero. I'm assuming it's the same ET. Uh, fifth place was V slash FRZ one X. Fourth place Trambato Yu Shaohai. Third place Lao. Second place Roi ZJZ and first place Sanwa M dash. Mm -hmm. That was the Japanese player, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that uh, last year. For the end of this event, like he was like, I'm the best. I'm gonna take mm. out Shao Hai. If I kind of remember that, if I have the lore correct, I don't okay. remember the exact same thing. Okay. I don't remember the whole thing. Yeah. Sorry, Fudo stamps. I'm gonna try to correct it. Again. Yeah. Sh sh shuriken. 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 Yes. Shuriken. I'm gonna make sure I say that because honestly, it was one of those words that I learned as a total kid, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Learn, and it, I think I learned it from Ninja Gaiden too, okay. the game, because one of the weapons you got was the Shriken. And so I was like, oh, it's Shriken, Shriken, because I was the English, uh, that was the terrible English pronunciation it's all, it's of it. So, so now I will try to remember to say Shuriken. Very nice. Shuriken. I thought John Fitzgerald Kennedy's middle name was Fitzergald for like four years when I was a kid. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fitzergald. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, anyway, a big part of why... I mean, this event was cool, I guess. Uh, I mean, it's certainly the players there are fantastic. But the I think a thing that a lot of people were worried about was the fact that it was not well publicized. Yeah, it, that was a problem. Few people knew about it. I didn't know about it in advance. I knew about the tour, but I didn't know that this was like the thing. Right. Uh, and I think a lot of people had that issue. So unfortunate. Yeah. Just a total side thing. Fudo stamps in the chat types karaoke, right? Karaoke. Okay. Right. It means like empty words or empty song. I think it is or something like that. Okay. And so. Oh, kata, like empty? Yeah, yeah like kata yeah. cancel. Yeah, huh? It's the empty uh -huh. cancel, right? Same word. There you go. Okay, so, that's good. Isn't yeah. it? Uh, okay, but that was <laughs> the... Poisadon. Oh, that's funny. Poisadon. Nice. That's funny. Uh, empty orchestra. Uh, okay, thanks, Doc Wiley. That's awesome. That is a cool, cool translation. Yeah. Anyway, I really hope that this kind of thing continues, but that they also uh, publicize it better and, you know, I don't know how it is sort of that this it's clearly a big event like m dash and chow high received seventy two hundred dollars yeah. uh, like that's it's not nothing right, right. This is, and they mm -hmm. there are all these players there like it, it's clearly something i just feel 
that I didn't know about it and like how guys I, even if I don't follow a game I tend to know that like right, I, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I know I know about tech and stuff and poking stuff and whatever I just I don't know I would have liked yeah. to have watched this basically what I'm yeah saying. well I'm sure the archives are there yeah unless it's all on Douyin and I don't know how to activate I, archi- sure. archives on there uh, let's see here this was I don't see any well. Link to it. Yeah. Anyways, I don't want to spend too All much right. time on this. So. Yeah. But great Move stuff on. to these guys, and like like you said, hopefully it gets bigger. And you know what? I mean, some people even uh, someone had me retweet a uh, tweet like, "Do you feel like the game should be rebalanced now?" Because Naj is obviously super powerful. A lot of people have that have her on their she team. Seems common, yeah. So you know, some people are like, "Should we get another patch?" And I think it wouldn't be a, a bad thing to do. I, I don't, don't know enough about do. it, but it does. She does seem to appear a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. I pronounced as a kid. I pronounced Ryu as Roy. Cause screw it. It's true. I mean, look. Some people like couldn't even pronounce the American old. names, right? I've heard people say Guile. Yeah. Gilly. I've yeah. heard that one a lot. Yeah. Dahalsum. Dahalsum. Yeah, I guess. All the, and of course, my friend was like, <laughs> "You can cure your cough with Dahalsum medicine." Which <laughs> made me laugh. Some people actually called him General Ule as well. I heard that, yeah, because yeah. they thought that General the Wheel. little part of the G was a dot, so they thought it was G dot Isle. So yeah, <sighs> yeah, Roy. Why not? Why not Roy? <laughs> Screw it, Roy. I've heard some people say Dalism. You know, Zangief should have been Zangiev. Yeah, it was Z- after a guy, Zangiev, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, I mean, some of them are just pronounced different, differently in different parts of the world. Blanca or Blanca, Zangief, Zangief, like it's just whatever. That's not a bit, but it's not Roy. I can admit to that. (laughs) (laughs) I can admit to that. Anyway, let's move on. Did you actually call Ken like Con? No, I knew the name Ken. Con. Oh man. Okay. Uh, What else happened this weekend? We also had uh, Shine. Right. Shine. Shine took place this weekend. This one was in Boston, Massachusetts. This was a primarily, primarily a Smash event. For sure. Uh, for Super Smash Brothers Melee, seventh place was IMT Shroomed with Sheik and CLG Sfat with Fox. Fifth place Tempo S2J with Captain Falcon, of course, and 20GX, 20GX, Gatsu with Falcon. So two Falcons in fifth place. Fourth place, PG Plup with Fox Sheik and Samus. Third place, C9 Mango with Falco. Second place, Liquid Hungry Box. Correct. With Jigglypuff. Who won? Was it Armada? No, no. It was PG Zane with Marth. So there you go, Zane, one of the players that's been on the uptick, you For know, sure. al- along with Plup and, and a few other players, you know, obviously Leffen, but he's been on he's the there He's now. been knocking on the door for a long time yeah, and yeah. he's kind of there already, but Zane showing up here doing it with Marth. It's like the, the the Mewtwo king right here, right? He's doing it with the Marth. So there you yeah. go. It's not a common character when it comes to the top level play anymore, which is weird. I mean, if you look at that top Top sixteen, he's, he's the only one. Yeah, he, and then you go a little bit further 17. down, there's some. Yeah, yeah, but he's he's not like it was. So yeah. th- it's pretty cool. I mean, I I watched it, and it was is definitely interesting to see how he how he dealt with it. Doesn't seem, I don't know that much about the game, but it doesn't seem like a super easy matchup against Jigglypuff. But mm-hmm. um, I could be wrong. It's just how my impression of yeah. it. Uh, any in any case, it was really fun to watch. Yeah. Um, and uh, by the way, did you hear about Ninja offering? 
an extra $50,000 if Mango won. Are you serious? Yes. Ninja is a Mango fan, huh? Ninja is a Mango fan. So he just would have given Mango $50,000 if he won. I've heard that it was supposed to have gone as a prize pot, just like in general. Okay, okay. But uh, that's, I mean, that's what I've read. Hopefully that's accurate, that it's it's the pot. Interesting, interesting. But uh, there was some conversation as to whether to even allow that, because if you think about it, like, isn't it kind of in everybody's financial interest to just have Mango win? Right? If you're in that top eight, oh, yeah, 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 you're going right. to get more uh-huh, money uh-huh. if you get eight Unless place. Mango gets all of it, right? I think it was for the pot. Okay. I think it was okay. for the pot. That's what I've read. If it was just yeah. for Mango, then uh, I don't know. It's weird. But uh, in any case. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, I, I mean, come I, on. I, even if you play for pride, if 50000 if you can get $10,000 for getting third... Or maybe you get $10,000 for getting second place rather than winning and you get probably not that much. Uh, Yeah, you actually would get more as second place. You probably would. Losing and having $50,000 added if you were up against Mango. You probably would. Yeah, it's wild. Zane has it. So Legend 12 times 2 says that Zane's only been playing for four and a half years. That is super fast. awesome. I mean, like, if you think about it, in any competitive game, that's a short period of time to Mm -hmm, be winning, mm -hmm. to be playing before winning. There's not that many examples in other games of it being less than that. There are some, for sure. But But Melee? Yeah, Melee, Melee? though, is super hard. Dude, right? Yeah, that is ridiculous. Super tough. That is really, really... Very uh, very impressive. Very impressive, yeah, exactly. Uh, But, man, I mean, I I think it's cool because... He's only the 15th person to ever win a Melee major. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's wild, huh? <laughs> yeah, I read the same thing. That is crazy. I mean, assuming that that's accurate, but I I read a tweet that said that. That's <sighs> Smash Brothers for Wii U was also played. It is there. accurate. That's wild. That that's crazy, Absolutely. dude. That is crazy. I need to check that out because, like I said, if I ever. Like, if I ever was like, you have to play Melee competitively, I would play Marth. I would, that's okay. 100% who I would play. Cause okay. He was... He's, so, basically, when me and my friends played Free For All, you know, and it was just timer-based or whatever like that, right? I, I won a lot of the games, right? Like, probably most of the games I would win. But if I played Marth, it was just, like, not even a contest. Free. I just killed everybody. It was ridiculous. I loved Marth so much, so... He seems like a Fundamentals-type character. Yeah. Well, he was also just... He's cheap. It was just really cheap. I mean, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, Super Smash Brothers Wii U seventh place is uh, C2F Dark Wizzy with Mario, CLG Void with Sheik, fifth place Echo Fox MVG MK Leo at uh, with Cloud Bayonet and Marth in fifth place, as, along with Africa Jackal with Sonic, fourth place MVG Light with Fox. Third place, Tweak Bayonetta. Second place, EMG Mistake Bayonetta. First place, Liquid MVG Salem Bayonetta. Bayonetta's a problem? Could be. Maybe. Could be. But you know what? I have a funny feeling that the Smash players, are the, the Wii U players are probably like, whatever. They're just waiting for Ultimate to come out now. It's, it's I mean, frankly, it's four months away. I just don't think that it's just... I, I just don't think that they would probably even be that mad about Bayonetta. So. They were pretty pissed at Evo. They were pissed at Evo. But they were def- They were oh, yeah, very yeah, yeah, pissed yeah. at Evo. 
But I just have this weird feeling now that they're just like, you know what? This game is done. We need to. We need to. Could just, be. We just need to wait till the new one. So Lima got seventeenth place. Looks like. With, oh, uh, see, there you go. Yeah. So. Not a free win. Just first, second, and third, and seventeenth. See. Well, and also part of part of fifth, and. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> a lot Dang. of the Wii U players are getting lazy and not grinding or training anymore. Yeah. So that's what Louis V in the chat says. I kind of. I kind of feel like that that's kind of what's going to happen Fair at enough. this point in time. So. Fair enough. <clears throat> all right, all right. Well, actually, Night Slash, I think Melee will keep going at Evo. I think this was Smash 4's last Evo. Bingo. Yeah, more than anything. Bingo. Uh, oh, we no, already, no, we already talked about that. Yeah, yeah. So Celtic Throwdown, was that also this weekend or was that last weekend? Um, I think that was this past weekend. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was this past weekend. Okay, so Celtic Throwdown also took place this weekend. Lots of games here. Sure, it was a uh, ranking event and everything like that here. So let's bust out the results here for everybody. Uh, Street Fighter V Arcade Edition. Seventh place was NVD Phenom with Guile and Nakali. Seventh place, XL Hurricane with Cami. Place Cami. <laughs> Fifth place, F- Fanatic Shax with Laura and Method Broski with Dalsim. Woo! Same Fourth position. place, XL Infectious with Zeku and Nikali. Boo! Uh, <laughs> third place, BJK Luffy with Armika with low tier Armika. Second place, Fanatic Akainu with Guile. First yeah. place, heard it wasn't even. Re- I heard he just kind of ran through everybody. I heard the same. Problem X, Mousy Sports, Problem X with M. Bison and Abigail. Bring so. up that match log for me there. The match log, huh? What do we got? Oh, no, Grand Finals was 3-2. to two. It was not a, not a pushover. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Nice. 3-1 to one in winner's finals. Winner's semis. Does that uh, have 3-1 versus Shax. And then, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So he, he did do... Oh, he came from... Did he come from losers? Uh, oh, he did start from losers. Oh, so he had to reset the bracket then, huh? No. No, no, wait, that's, no. no that's, they just wrote, they wrote losers twice. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're that's right, right, you're right. Okay, okay, that was winner's side. Yeah, okay. winner's side. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, congrats to Problem X. He's a pretty good player. But it's also very cool to see Akainu up there. He's a strong EU player, has been for right. some time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to see him go other places more often. He has traveled. Like, yeah, it's not, he was just at CEO, and he, he was at... Uh, I think he was at Evo. Oh, yeah, for sure like, he was He's at definitely Evo. traveled, but it would just be great to see him more because I think he's really talented. Yeah. I think I think he's actually close to qualifying now for the CPT. Mm, cool, nice. Good job to him. And uh, Celtic Throwdown, of course, also had a bunch of other events there as well. Tekken 7 uh, had a 4G Devil Kazuya with Devil Jin. And District G, the Phantom, with Master Raven. Nice, okay. Fifth place, Mak- Makoryu with Shaheen and Spirojin with Eddie and Paul. Fourth place, The Truth with Fang. Third place, Nishin with uh, Alisa and Katarina. Second place, CGG Tremba Tishuman with Master Raven. And first place, Crazy Super Akuma Ooh. with Akuma. Very cool. Was this on whatever their version of ranking event is? Uh, let's take a look here. 
I would imagine so. Yeah, I would imagine Because so, Celtic Throwdown. See, is a ranking yes. event in the DBZ, FZ, SFV, and Tekken 7 Pro Circuits. So Dragon Ball Fighters was also part of this. And uh, seventh place was VSF Jinty. Seventh place was also James Lame. Cool. Good nickname. I like it. Yep. Fifth place, Ellipsis and Zogir. Zogir? Zogir? Oh, I don't know what that is. Uh, fourth place, Faisal Dante. Third place, Bricterium with Cell Bardock and SS Vegeta. Second place, Rudy with Trunks, Kid Buu, and SS Goku. And first place, Shanks? Is that different than Shax? I I think so, Okay, Shanks with Android 18, Grohan, and SS Goku. Yeah, so there you go. All right. Uh, They also had Super Smash Bros. Wii U there. Fourth place was Is It Really John? with Bayonetta and Diddy Kong. Third place, Ander with Pikachu and Cloud. Second place, Grip Scarfight, Scarfelt with Fox. First place, Hound Magi Magi with Mewtwo. See, there's no Bayonetta's here. So. What? Well, except for the one you read. Did I read one that was a Bayonetta? You oh, did. yeah, I did, really did. <laughs> Dang. BB Tag! Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. Fourth place, Nafiel with Blake Jin and Ruby Cordo. <laughs> Jeez. Third, third place, Boa with Tater Wald, Steve. Woo! All yeah, right. There we go, the Abigail punch going. Second place, Nafiel again with Ruby Gordo, Blake oh. Jin. Okay, so there's, there's a mistake Something here. Something happened there. First place, Gory Snake with Mitsuru and S. Interesting. Okay. Uh, cool. Is it, is it really Celtic Throwdown or is it Celtic Throwdown? It should be Celtic. S- someone's telling me it's Celtic, but I've thought it was Celtic. Dude, I just played a bunch of BB Tag. I it did three hours, three hours of BB Tag right before the show. So sick. Yeah, just trying out Team Yuzu Bay. I'll talk about that at the end of the Knew day. Do it. Yeah. Guilty Gear Exert Rev Two was there. Fourth place was Nafiel with Kai Kisk and Johnny. Third place James Lame with Dizzy. Second place Vitality Apollo Steed with Venom. And first place Gory Snake with Elfelt. Ultimate, Ultimate Marvel wow. versus Capcom 3. Fourth place, Dr. Sloan. Third place, Lythero. Woo! Oh, okay. Nice, good job. Phoenix again. Wright, Joe, Dante. Nice. Second place, uh, Nev Flynn with Ryu, Arthur, Amaterasu. And first place, Faisal Dante with Magneto, Modoc, Dr. Doom. Hold on. Second place was Ryu, Arthur, Ami. And third place was Phoenix Wright, Joe, Dante. Have fun, folks. Have fun. I actually would love to see that. You know what the crazy thing is? Uh, What was it? There was a clip that was put up from a a regular MVC3 match uh, I was watching because it had like the the DHC glitch and everything in there. And you know, it was weird that when I saw Wesker there, it looked weird to see Wesker. Because like Wesker has just basically disappeared from all of the UMVC3 meta, even though he was considered the broken character at the start, which is really funny. So, (laughs) yeah. Watch Unknown. <laughs> Olaf says that's why they lost the Magneto Modoc. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Undernight in Birth EXE Latest was also played. Fourth place, Dr. K with Merkava. Oh, God. Third place, Mer- Nafio with Gordo. Second place, Zohir with Byakuya. And first place, Red Slasher with Grim Reaper. Gordo. Gord. Yeah, one of the matches that I played today was against a Merkava player. And, oh, God, that character's so annoying. Oh. God, I hate that game. In what game? In BB Tag. Okay. Just, it was the same problem. 
exact same problem that I had fighting him in Unio, yeah. which is just, just floating there across the screen. Yeah. I can't get him down to the ground. I haven't played against a good one yet. Dude, oh, that character is irritating. Irritating. And I'm using Yuzu, too, which my quarter circle B hits like all the way at the top of the screen, misses. It just doesn't, doesn't hit him. Dang, I hope anti-Ortega... Yeah, Sora, that's the guy that I was playing right there. So okay. He's here in the chat. Okay. He was, he was getting me salty. Referenced. It was, be it was best because he was using Akihiko and Merkava. I was using Yuzu and Jubei. Okay. And it was clear that Merkava and Yuzu were core to everything on our teams. <laughs> yeah, okay. And we were getting salty about each other's top character. Right. And then our low-tier characters were not... They didn't matter. They did not hold up their end <laughs> of the bargain. It was actually kind of funny. So it was a pretty even set. Uh, although I started doing really well, but he, he started winning towards the end. Okay. And I, was, right, right. I started getting salty. Yeah. I started getting salty. Oh, yeah. There's, there's a time limit. Oh yeah. Uh, let's see. There's a couple There's of a other limit. events. Time limit of what? 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 <laughs> I'm just saying. There's there's a period, a point in time when you're having a set where you're, you get salty and then you like stop thinking. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then, you, then you have uh, to take a break. So there's, yeah, there's, a, there's a time limit to sets. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure. <laughs> No, it was a good set. It was a good set. And afterwards, I told him, I'm sorry if I get salty, because that's just how yeah, I no, am. And right. he was like, I got salty, too, so it's uh. all good. We were like, you know, it's fine. Uh, let's see. A couple of other events here. Uh, Pokemon. Pokin had the 2018 Pokemon World Championships this weekend. Yeah. And this was the event that, you know, they also have the card game battles. They, they challenge each other and everything, pretty much. But uh, Pokin uh, uh, took place, and the grand finals I heard was just one of the most ridiculous sets. It was a good. I saw one. I saw a crazy comeback that happened there. But most significantly is that U.S. prevailed over Japan. Correct. At this event, and it was uh, Jacob Waller who was able to defeat Japan's Kota Aragaki. In thanks a lot. Versus Pokin. yeah. Thanks a, a lot versus uh, I don't know what the Japan's. Uh, oh. Taru Taro. Taru Taro. That's right. Taru Taro. Yeah. yeah, he played. He played. He was a good Gengar. Yeah. Um, it was. It was fun to watch. Uh, I went back and watched the top eight. Oh, cool. Okay, okay. I wasn't around to watch it live, but I did watch it. It was. Uh, it was good. I mean, I've like often said that I think Pokin is one of the most underrated games of yeah. uh, modern times. Mm -hmm. It's an extremely strong fighting game. Mine is still sealed. I still don't know anything Crazy about the dude. game. It, 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 I, it hurts. Trust me. Like, I watch it and I want to know what's going so on. So I, I was playing it a lot. Uh, I went to this army event that I'll talk about in a little bit. But uh, on the flight there and back, I played a lot of just Pokin single player. Oh, just to, like, cool. Okay. I mean... I didn't want to play Zelda. I just, like, there's just games, you know? So dude. I was just like, oh, let's do it. BB Tag is on there. I know. I, I I get it. I get BB it. BB Tag, dude, it's like the best, like, just time to. And the last trip to... I took, I was definitely doing that. We were, oh, I was okay, grinding okay. BB Tag for sure. But this time, I decided to do uh, Pokin. And anyway, I yeah. just, it just, I just like remembered a lot of stuff while I was playing it. And then I watched this uh, this tournament. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was that was a good order. Yeah, I it's mean, it's a super I, good game. I highly recommend it. There was definitely a lot of people who were super excited that Gengar was in Grand Finals. Because yeah. uh, as Bunzor is telling us in chat, Gengar is considered to be one of the worst characters around bottom five. So the fact that Taru Taro uh, beat Haruyuki, uh, probably the best player in Japan, was very exciting. Yeah, uh, I think thanks a lot beat Haruyuki as well, if I recall correctly. Oh, nice um, stuff. 
Yeah, man. I, I wonder about the tears in that in that game because I remember when Azazel Machamp did good work when people thought that Machamp was butt tier. So uh-huh. I don't know. I'm a little I'm a little suspicious of the tears in that don't trust in the that game list, uh, that community. Uh, yeah. 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 No, but but for real, uh, the it's a really good game. I do recommend watching it. Uh, it's it, I would say it's harder to watch than many other games because right. a lot of the stuff is you sort of have to know what's going on. You got to know what does it mean when the character flashes green versus flashes blue versus red. That matters. <laughs> like what, right, grab yeah, yeah. versus uh, oh, sort of guard point armor. Okay, like okay. there's like different different colors represent things. You have to know what the different uh, assist calls do. Some of them like raise stats. Some right. of them do an active mm-hmm, thing in mm-hmm. the game. Like there's a lot of stuff. But uh, it, even if you don't know everything, I still think that it's a, it's a fun game to watch. Right. So I do recommend checking it out. I mean, out. Legend 12 by 2 you know, he kind of makes a comment like, oh, if only Nintendo supported Smash like that, right? I mean, honestly, one, you know, as I, I, I or L Phantom says, Pokemon Company is separate from Nintendo. Definitely. So they could do stuff. But also, I think a lot of it probably was they probably signed all of the contracts with all the different companies for Smash Wii U without any like performance clauses or anything. That's just my guess, right? So Nintendo can't really support it. But if they're with the, if they have their eye on esports, they might actually be able to sign this contract and be like, hey, you know, we can oh thanks for the bits, uh Yuns and Roses. But like you could potentially set it up so that maybe like Hope Nintendo so. has all that in there so now they can actually run the tournaments and stuff. I definitely so. hope so. Yep. Yeah, the Pokémon meta is complicated. The game is complicated, but I do think that it's a really good game. Um, I kind of wish that the hit stop and block stop wasn't quite as severe. It's super long, mm-hmm. but um, just visually, it's just I don't know. But other than that, I think it's it's a really really good game. Shout out to Crappy Gamer also for a hundred bits. Says he loves the show. And now Buckmoth here. They, they all oh want to get on here. Buckmoth with five bits there. Okay. Shout outs to Buckmoth. We're going to do that every time someone donates the bits. We're okay. Gonna, we're going to say their name and go, woo. Okay. I guess. We have to do that. All right. It's so done. So someone has to test us now. So someone has to oh, send boy. more bits and then we'll see it. We'll oh, say their boy. name. Especially if it's Paratestes, right? So. Boy. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Uh, anyway, let's move on. Okay. Uh, there was also an Alberta beatdown tournament uh, this weekend. Uh, Street Fighter Five. Hey, look at this! Woo! Uh, you still have Zoidberg with a thousand bits. Woo! Is that a lot of bits? I don't know. It's ten dollars. So. Dang! All right, yeah. sick. And then Crappy Gamer with another hundred bits. Crappy Gamer. Woo! Oh boy. Okay, and then K Tank Buy with ten bits. Woo! Okay, and then Elijah Four Twenty X with five bits. Mm-mm. He did one, and then one, and then one, and then one, and then one. That's five total. Elijah Four Twenty X. Woo! You don't want to do it five times, huh? Uh huh. Uh, uh, we can. Uh-huh. Woo! 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 Okay. Sorry, I couldn't. I was eating an apple at the time. Dang, the Spartan Knight now with a hundred bits. You know. Woo! First of all. Okay. Second of all. When, BT uh, Volta with 10 bits. Woo! Third of all, when, when streamers do this kind of thing, they, uh, you know, they're like, all right, chat, I challenge you guys to subscribe or to give bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I do it because it works. Woo! Woo! Oh, Kimmy Gibbler, BTK, with 10 bits. Woo! Anyway. <laughs> that's, uh, thanks 
to the bit. I did do this, Mick Mick. I definitely did this. Let's move on. Okay. All right. Okay. Street Fighter V Arcade Edition at Alberta Beatdown. Seventh place, 4D Darborus, as well as ESE Lapchi in seventh place. Wow. Is he playing Blanca still? I I'm don't sure even know. he plays Blanca. Uh, fifth place that. is Smosler and EFGC Darborus. There's two Darboruses. Okay, there's probably an error there. Fourth place, Slavic Gold. Third place, EFGC Lightning. Second place, The Prince. And first place, ESCE Ceroblast. Cool. So good job to Ceroblast. Dragon Ball Fighters was taking place there. Uh, seventh place, Brad and Troner. Fifth place, EFGC Scott Box, as well as EFGC Mega Mike X. Fourth place, Klim. Uh, third place, Marvtronic. Second place, B. Wow, B. First place, That's awesome. Slam. Come on and slam. Yeah. And welcome to the woo. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was that well timed. <laughs> Every time I sing that now, though, I can't say I can't help but say "Welcome to Japan" because of the meme. There was a meme because there was a. There, on the airport in Japan, it says, Welcome to Japan. So someone put on, Come on and slam above it. And, nice. and it like just it. works out too well. Come I like on it. and slam. And welcome to Japan. Well, when I, th- when I hear that music, I always think of the Marvel 3 remix. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's what I always sure. think of. For sure. It is the best. It is easily. It's such a good one. That mashup is amazing. Easily the best mashup there. So. All right. Uh, Tekken 7, fourth place was TEG Katsutoshi, and third was Smosler, second place JNR, first place Hyde, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, fourth place is Killy, third place Klim, second place S2 Curry, and first place EXVS DOA player, DOA player probably. Marvel Infinite was won by Boss Stunna, second place was Smosler, third place EFGC Lightning, Marvtronic in fourth. Ultra Street Fighter 4 was played. Lapchi got fourth, okay? Oh, my God. First place was Klim. All right. Super Smash Brothers Wii U was won by Exodia. Cool. So there you go. There was That's cool. also another an event called Air 5. Uh, Air as in, like, the heir to the throne, right? Yeah, okay. This was in uh, Leicester, UK. Got I it. I remember it from last week. Nailed it. There you go. Leicester. Uh, this was a Smash Brothers event. Uh, seventh place was Nikki with Fox and Professor Pro with Fox. Fifth place was Sun Dady with Samus and Triff with Peach. Fourth place RB Ice with Fox. Third place Tempo S2J with Captain Falcon. Second place G2 West Balls with Falco. And first place Fresh from His Eva Win, TSM Leffen with Fox. Cool. Nice work. So there you go. Y'all. Uh, they also had an international crew battle where the mm. USA won, so there you go. Okay. Um, Sweden got third place, and on that team was Poopmeister. That's right. I think we talked about this last Poopmeister? week. Poopmeister? Yeah, because Poopmeister, I think we might have talked about this last week. Wow, I really feel like I remember Poopmeister, but okay. I feel like we did talk about this last week, actually. Now hey, that I think could about I, could this. I forget the name Poopmeister? Maybe. I mean, it could potentially happen. Dang, so. all right. Uh, CPT, Latin America, brain exercises. Uh, South 2 was this past weekend, I think. Uh, 183 entrants? Dang, on the online tournament. Dang, Zoinks. okay. Uh, did we talk about this one here? Oh, that's right. Armada drank at that event, too. Okay, okay, so it was the same event. That's right, that's right. Oh, we talked about that last week? Yeah, I think so. Dang. 
Okay, we didn't talk about Poopmeister because I'm telling you, I really feel like I'd remember bringing up Poopmeister. <laughs> okay, I fair really enough. feel like that, that's like in the part of my brain where I remember things. Okay. Well, seventh <laughs> place at the uh, Latin South 2 online was Showdown Zenith with Minot and FSN AAG, Shingolex with Balrog, fifth place RTN Pro Sub with Balrog, The Inquisitor 32 with Guile. Fourth place, the Griffin Mask with Blanca. Sick. Third place, TPT Stunner with Cami. Boring. Second place, DT Picaro with M Bison. Fun. And first place, F3 Brolinho with Nikali M Bison and Ibuki. One third fun. Wow, he's he's really diversifying here. He used to only be a Nikali, right? Correct. So. But uh, by the way, I believe he's no longer Flipside. Oh, is he not lo- not Flipside? I believe anymore? he is. Okay. Uh, left okay. or been let go or however okay. it worked. I don't know. And then there was another online thing I thought I saw, or maybe not. Okay. Okay. I think that's all I got here. So there you go. That's all the events and stuff like that. Uh, So some people are asking, is there no 5-5 matchup uh, in this week here? We don't have to, but the, but here, if if we want to do a five five matchup, you had an interesting question from last week. Do you want to just slip one in? Or I don't remember it. You but sure. you wanted to ask. You asked, is the Dominican Republic the third best country in Street Fighter Five right now? Is it the third best country in Street Fighter Five? Okay, wh- so first of all, what are the first two? Japan and Korea. Clearly, it's Japan. And then I think in my mind the question is, is it the U.S. or Korea? Okay, hang on a second. Yuns and Roses with five bits. Woo! Woo! Okay. So what were you saying? Japan and what? Definitely Japan number one. Uh-huh. Obviously. Okay. Nobody can disagree with that. Second place. Korea, U.S. Mm-hmm. Third place. What about, uh, oh, them, app- oh, them apples. Woo! Woo! There you go. But, uh, I mean, so someone in the chat asks, Clinamon asks, can you really put DR so high when it really just feels like Kaba right now? Does it really? Because Mena's super good. Yeah, Mena, Mena's consistent. I mean, he won a major earlier this year. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a premiere, but it was a big tournament. And he's gotten ninth place at a bunch of events, including Evo, right? Didn't he get ninth place at Evo? Something. He was up. The, he was in the top 16. I he was, like, always doing yeah. well. Um, but here's He a- hasn't won Capcom Cup again, but he's still doing well. What about Taiwan? What about Taiwan? Oil King, Gamer B, very strong. RB, kind of up there. Probably not strong enough. Probably, Probably not, not strong, strong enough. enough. By the way, Kimmy Gibbler, BTK. Oh my god. How many is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> 20. 20. Woo! Woo! There you go. Yeah, uh, ninth and Evo. There you go. I don't think the UK is as good as USA, but um, it might be that it's Korea then USA. Right. Something like that. But I feel like for sure the DR is not worse than fifth. It's for sure top five in the world yeah, of countries. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I agree with that. But yeah, is it is it third or fourth? So is US or DR better, basically, is the question right now. I feel like it's more like Korea or US. I feel, I feel like that's the better comparison between okay. the two. But it might be that Korea is above the US. So maybe it's like Japan, Korea, US. Then fourth is maybe the DR. DR. But is DR better than US, you think, maybe? I do not. You don't think so? Okay, okay. So you don't think that they're there yet, then. Okay. But um, I mean, I just I, I think that the highest level player in the Dominican Republic is as good as the highest level player in the US, mm-hmm. obviously. But uh, 
Oh, dang. there are like twenty good players. Dude, a thousand in the US. bits from Tetsuya five nine six three with love from Japan. Woo! All right, wow, we found we stumbled on a way to make money, James. <laughs> this is the way it works, man. This is the way it works. Oh man. Okay. Um. Oh Jesus. Them out. I'm not counting that. I'm not counting. You know what? It's fifty. I just sight counted it. No, it said it on the screen, so... 50. Oh, my God. Woo! Woo! Thank you, them apples. Uh, okay. But here's another question for the 5-5 matchup. Because okay. I saw Pat the Flip go on Twitter, and he was like, I'm free right now. I'm doing it. Just ask me anything. I got time to kill, right? Okay. Nerd Josh came in and asked the best question I've ever seen. Like, seriously, I, I saw that question. I was like, this question is so sick. I want to talk about this forever. CVS3. If they made a CVS3. You see James's body language right now? I know, right? What games would you put in as the grooves? What? Would you put in Street Fighter 4 as C-Groove? Would you take King of Fighters 13 as one of the other groups? Because you don't have to stick with those old grooves anymore. You don't have to do... Alpha. There could be a Street Fighter 5 groove that has V skills would and they, V triggers. Were they games? I always thought it was just like an amalgamation. It kind of is, but we don't have a proper representation of like focus attacks and FADCs and sure, stuff. Sure, you like would that, you would need right? to have the focus attack. You would. Right? You would. So it doesn't have to be the same ones as before. In fact, like no, S groove no. can just completely go away and we can put in a different groove in there, right? Okay. So like what? Uh, there was a bunch of S and K games they were suggesting that they could put in there. But just from the Capcom side. Would you put it, like, would C-Groove now, instead of being this weird two-bar, air-blocky kind of thing, would it just be four bars, FADC, ultra combo? You know what I mean? Why not like, use the Street Fighter V mechanics of walking and blocking and having a backdash that's not invincible? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and having the benefit of, I'm not sure. Yeah, honestly, Alpha like, counter. honestly, Street Fighter V Groove couldn't exist because it would be the worst Groove. You just you just have to maybe you should do like what they did for um, Capcom Fighting Jam, where they had Street Fighter Two, which had no mechanics, but they all just did a lot of damage. Right. Yeah. That was how they tried <laughs> to balance probably it. Probably all it would be. Yeah. They would all get an extra special move as a V skill, right? They would have, and maybe they would just all yeah have, V skill. That's true. They would all have robbery V triggers, basically. Wild V triggers. Know? Yeah. Uh, alpha counters. Crush <laughs> counters. Oh. They could have okay. dirty crush counters. It's actually, not there. a bad group. Yeah, now that I think uh, about it. Somebody else is bringing up the fact that maybe you could do Capcom as having a Marvel groove oh, in it. Dude, th there was the, the Alpha 3. What if you could just call your teammates? Oh, my God. Dude, that would be the sickest thing if they had a Marvel gro a versus groove and you could just call your teammates just on the fly. Dude, that would be... That would be... I don't know, how would that not be obviously the best group? Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, because then you don't give them anything else, right? That's their main right, crux okay, of their power, okay. basically, right? And then I guess so. you, could, you could lose a teammate just instantly if you get happy birthday. Right. Uh, okay, exactly. all right, all right. Maybe, maybe it's sort of okay. That okay. would be kind of fun. That actually would be kind okay. of fun, so... Yeah, I mean, uh, sadly enough, I don't really know the SNK games well enough to really kind of, Same. you know... Uh, put some good ideas into that area. I like Just Defend. Maybe that should be there again. Well, everyone said they wanted Just Defend to, oh. to, to stay. Okay. Was Capcom Fighting Jam any good? There's a small contingent of people who kind of like the game. I think the game is butt cheeks. But, um... 
Yeah, Olaf, hey, if you have some suggestions on what to actually put in there, but I mean... I played a lot of Capcom Fighting Jam because it was at our arcade. It, it really was, right? It so, was. It was yeah, at our arcade. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So I played it a lot because, I don't know, why not? And a lot of us played it. My team was maybe like Bison Zangief or something. It was something... No, it was Newell... It was Newell, and you then you would either... use Newell. <laughs> yeah. You would absolutely use Newell. I definitely played Newell. I, I played Newell and either Zangief or Bison. Uh, Jesus. I definitely yeah. played Newell. Newell was such a butthole. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, it's true. We all basically dropped it. But I uh, mean, look. I did play it for the first little while for sure. Yeah, for sure, the game probably played decently, and I'm doing this thing again. But this is this is the real truth of the North. The game was butt ugly, dude. Like, it just was so ugly. It felt cobbled together. It, it was cobbled fe- together. Yeah, it felt like a Frankenstein of a game. It really didn't feel like they put much effort into it. Yeah. And like the whole which character, like the team thing didn't even work because you didn't even need to use the second character. If you it's just true. had one character that you preferred, the second character was completely pointless, you know? So, you could always play one character. Yeah, so... You, yeah. you had the ability to it, switch characters it, between rounds. It was exactly like... Well, I don't know because I think infinite gameplay is actually remarkable. Oh, yeah. I don't know if CFJ's gameplay is remarkable. Not, it's not... For sure, it's not remarkable. Right, but it's definitely a game that probably would should have done better... Then its graphics made it do, you know. What I mean? uh, if it so. looked better, if it didn't, well, if it wasn't obviously just a slapping together of assets. Uh-huh. It probably would have done better. Because right. I mean, I remember at the time we all knew about it before it was coming out. You know, it was obviously gaming press, and it looked horrible. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I remember trying it out for the first time, thinking like, "This is probably going to suck" because yeah. it looks like it's going to suck. Because I remember when, when it first and showed I, up, I at, it was all right. It was a surprise at E3. It came out of nowhere, and yeah. I still remember seeing the video, and I was like, "They're making a new fighting game," and I just watched it, and it was just like the excitement just this? wasn't there. Yeah. I was like, and then you see the dinosaur, <laughs> Hauser, Hauser, some best, of the craziest infinites on any character in any game. Yeah, he yeah. has weird looking. Madge was always happy because that was the first game that he found a true infinite on his own. Okay. Which was just get Chun Li to lightning legs and have Hauser jump over Chun Li and have him walk into Chun Li and his hurt box was big enough that her legs kicking the wrong way would always hit him and just keep sucking him in and so it was just sure. boom 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 sure. boom boom boom. So that was in my CFJ combo video, so I will say, I think my Capcom Fighting Jam combo video was pretty good. I remember. Yeah. Because I made it a Katamari Damashi yeah. thing. And uh, I always joke that the, the, the video has a rhyme scheme. Because oh, yeah. every time it's a certain part of the song, the, what's going on on the screen is like the same. Dang. It's like certain, the bridge was always like uh, custom combos. And then like the verses were always one series of games, characters. And then like there's a part where it goes do 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 and every time it does that, there's like this weird thing that just kind of goes on forever. That was where the lightning leg infinite was going on and like if you if you were Warzard and you push blocked Newell's like chargey thing, you would like push block like twenty times across the screen and stuff like that. I even made sure to put all three of those segments in the same background and Dang. all these things. So I did, you, you I did a lot of time on oh, that. Oh yeah. That was this was a great combo video, That's dude. Cool. I love this combo video. Is that still on the internet? Yeah, it's on my YouTube actually. Sick. So maybe I will play it. Maybe I will play yeah, it. So I mean sure. it's gonna look really choppy when I play it because it's just the way it always seems to happen. So it's available. 
Okay. But uh, that I just thought that was a cool question. What grooves would you put that into the CBS3? You know. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, also, some people were trying to say that EU would be a country. Come on, folks. <laughs> Come on. Oh uh, man. It okay. ain't. Well, let's talk about this BC. And Problem X ain't going to be in it, even if it were. <gasps> Dang! Damn. Damn. Anyways, let's talk about this BCF situation. Here. Yeah, okay, all right. This is, this is kind of an interesting topic here because it's one that involves a lot of the rights and, you know, uh, something that I was kind of fearful of at one point in time. But uh, since you are the lawyer, please explain I'm it. I'm the lawyer. Yes, please explain it. I'm trying to wink. It's difficult. It's you have trouble winking? I just have never tried to wink in a kind of suggestive manner before. Like, what kind of like winking? Like the hell? Yeah. Kind of wink? Yeah. Do it again? I feel like I look like an idiot. Anyway, <laughs> I have a lawyer. Uh, so, the, uh, so uh, this is a situation where body count fighting has been putting on uh, tournaments, which have been viewable and also attendable for some time now. And it's been in... Uh, games including Tekken, Street Fighter, and Dragon Ball. Yeah, they do a lot of cool things. Now, uh, also probably of note is that BCF is owned and run by Machinima. Correct, correct. It has been the whole time. Uh, I haven't been to it, but I've heard from many folks who have that the people who are involved with Machinima there are basically grassroots folks, oh, but yeah, like yeah, they're yeah, doing yeah. it through Machinima. And mm-hmm. that's basically been my experience working with Machinima and ESL which is across the street from Machinima, people don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Literally, Literally across the street, across right the street. there. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. We've um, had to do stuff at both places, and it's like, all right, we're done with ESL. Literally just walk across hey! the street. Hey! Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's what I've heard. Uh, and, and right, so my experience with Machinima is that like people, the people there are just into whatever they're oh, doing. Oh, yeah, they just love the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, the publisher, the rights holder for Dragon Ball Fighters. Bandai Namco requested that uh, BCF no longer be run, including their games. Mm-hmm. So no longer include Tekken and Dragon right. Ball. Can't run any more events with those correct, games. Correct. Correct. Um, that is uh, a bummer. It's it definitely a bummer. So um, obviously, as I've said many times, rights holders can basically shut down our community and industry whenever they want. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They can basically denude us instantly of all the stuff we like. Um, the rights that are included for somebody who owns a copyright in a video game include the ability to reproduce it and distribute it, modify it, and publicly perform it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. anybody who wants to publicly perform or display a video game has to get the right to do it. If you're playing the video game as sort of the player, right? One of the arguments may be that as the player, you're like doing the thing, mm-hmm. and so without your input, the game wouldn't look the same. Mm-hmm. So maybe you're like a joint author of how it turns out. <laughs> wow, okay, okay. Um, that's an argument I tried to make back in law school. Nice. And my professor was like, no. Not, <laughs> that's not going to cut it. Uh, I mean, more, more accurately, there was a case in the 80s that dealt with that directly, and the court uh, said, okay. it's, just not, it's not like that. Okay, okay. Uh, although that was a game where player could change relatively few things, like that was I forget what the game was, but it was just like one of the '80s games where okay. you're just moving the little dude around, yeah, and it's yeah, not yeah. like you're creating a character. Like there's obviously right. much more to do yeah, with it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, a whole long thing. Um, the publisher, the publisher, the rights holder can shut down people who try to publicly perform their games, which includes streaming. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. also includes 
uh, tournaments. Just having a large tournament, even if it's not streamed, is something that the rights holder can shut down if they'd like to. Mm-hmm. Um, so they did. Now, I'm not, it's not clear to me if it was Bandai who wanted it to be shut down or if it was... Like the Toriyama company. The Toriyama company. Funimation or something. Something like that. Yeah. I, it suggests to me that it's Bandai itself because Tekken is also included. Yeah, but... So it's not just Dragon Ball. But it may be... I that, mean, it could just be one of those things where it's like, oh, we can't just ban one of them. Right. You know what I mean? Because then it would be hypocritical. Right. right? Very, very possible. Very possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's also uh, not required that a rights holder be consistent with how they apply their rights. Mm-hmm. So it's, they can do it on a case-by-case basis if they want to. There could be 100 people in a, in a room infringing something, and they only need to shut... They don't need to shut down anybody, first of all, but they could decide to shut down one person or three or 99 right. and leave one person alive uh-huh. or 100 like it's just anything they can do whatever they want right. uh, effectively so what what is commonly done in protecting rights is to try to shut down the bigger uh, companies trying to use your stuff right. so like it's less likely that you know Ultra David's bedroom stream gets shut down and more likely that um, <laughs> as, I thought, as I said that I thought to myself Maybe it was shut down because I haven't said it in a while. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it's more likely that the... I shouldn't have said that. It's more likely that that a bigger company would be shut down. So, um, for example, E-League is huge. It's owned by Turner. And Turner is a big company who can definitely pony up the cash to get a, a game on... It, yeah, yeah. To get a license uh-huh. to, to use a game. Mm-hmm. So they're not just going out using anything because they know that they'll get sued. They'll right. definitely get sued. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that the I guess that Machinima is in, is included in that. Like I don't think of Machinima as being as like E-League big status, time as right? E-League, but yeah. um, it's they certainly have more money than many other organizations mm-hmm, do. Mm-hmm. So I guess Bandai wants to try to wants to shut that down, maybe with the intention of making a deal. Right. So that if they I don't pay know, them, then then it'll just come back. Right. Basically. That, right? that so. is that is definitely possible. I don't have any inside information on that. Well, I mean that's that's that, exactly that what like a, that's exactly what David was saying though. Joan Zero. It's just like. You just go after the, the, the big ones, right? right? And we don't know. Maybe Evo is paying Bandai Namco money to stream tech and stuff. Honestly, Maybe. it wouldn't be surprising to me, but I, I don't know. I'm sure E-League had to pay money when they did the tech and stuff, oh, right? Oh, absolutely yeah, sure that uh-huh. they've had I'm to pay. I'm sure they had to pay money for yeah. that. So. I mean, again, I don't have personal info, but I would be very surprised right. if mm-hmm, not. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I, just, I feel like uh, they're probably just doing that because Machinima has the ability to pay them, right? I so. think that's true, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I don't know what's going to happen for it, but it's, uh, it's, it's certainly within the rights of all the rights holders to shut down games if they want to. It's always been that way. Right. It will be that way barring major changes in the law. It's not like the kind of change that could be changed just by like a court case. Like a judge can't be like, actually, you shouldn't be able to do that. It's it's much too ingrained in the law. Mm-hmm. It requires actual legislation to change, and right. that is unlikely. Yeah, I wonder if um, I mean, if it is the Toriyama Group or Funimation or something like that. I mean, this is kind of a situation where, in my opinion, I was always worried about. You know, sure. this, this is why this is why it's dangerous. I mean, we've already seen how painful it is to work with Marvel kind of situations, right? Which is why I've always felt like. You know, Tekken, Street Fighter, Guilty Gear, those kind of things are always going to be, you know, for the FGC, Mortal Kombat, you know, those kind of things are always going to be the more uh, safe kind of thing. Like, I was always surprised 
that ESPN put Injustice on there because Disney owns ESPN, Disney owns Marvel, and then they let Injustice be on ESPN. I was actually really surprised that they, that they just went with that. They were like, whatever, go ahead and support this Warner Brothers game, you know, yeah. stuff like that. So I'm glad that that conflict never happened, For sure. you know. But that's the thing is those kind of things can happen. Whereas with Tekken or Street Fighter, since it's the company that owns it and everything, if they're like, yes, yeah, stream our games, then you're streaming their games. Right. You know, I mean, there's no outs, there's no third party kind of out there. Yeah, Funimation would probably wouldn't do it. More more likely the Toriyama company if something like that was the reason for this happening. Is Toei involved? I always forget what who owns the rights oh, when yeah, it comes to Dragon I Ball. Know. I don't know, but it could be somebody else, not just not just Bandai Namco, I think is the point. Um, OG War Destroyer says, can they sue for using their stuff after the fact? Definitely. They can definitely sue uh, Machinima for having used Tekken and Dragon Ball Fighters in their streams. They could sue for a lot of money because each infringement under the Copyright Act has a statutory maximum of $120,000 per infringement. Jesus. It is intentionally absurd. Also, what season three, Abigail, what is that about? Yipes couldn't even record his gameplay of DBFZ because he used the music packs? Yeah, yeah, some of the music packs you can't do. I've heard that as well. Wait, really? Yeah, I mean, I haven't tried it. Well, there's music packs in the game Uh, that you buy, but if you buy it, and you can't, if you stream with them, you can't record the footage? That's what I've heard. I mean, like I said, I haven't tried it myself. Whoa, that's crazy. Um, oh, anyway, so yeah, they, okay. they could definitely sue. That's unlikely. Uh, I mean, you could, it's, uh, right, like they're not going to sue for $120,000 per infringement. Could they sue to get back the profit that Machinima made doing what they did? For sure. Almost certainly when doing so. Mm-hmm. But is, is that worth it right it's, it's sort of in the in the public relations realm is that a good idea i don't think so I don't, so mm. I, I really don't expect that but it is within their legal rights yeah gotcha okay anyway copyright is a joke music from the I anime mean, which has separate copyrights so that's why they couldn't you can't even record it that's yeah see this is this is just this. it's so copyright is something that comes from a long time ago not meant, not built to apply in the online world. In the it's digital not world, built for yeah, digital uh, stuff. it's not built for, for digital sure. stuff. For sure, it's like the Second Amendment. <clears throat> um, okay, so that's an unfortunate situation. Hopefully, that gets resolved, and hopefully, hopefully uh, it does. Yeah, you know, that gets taken care of. So, for sure. okay. Let me uh, know if anybody has questions. I'm happy to answer. Uh, let's just finish out, round out here with all the fighting game new stuff. A lot of things going on. I feel like we talked about this, but uh, Fantasy Strike is going to get some new updates. Uh, reports of successful showing at EVO 2018. I feel like we talked about this, but maybe not. I don't know. Did you see Argagarg? Argagarg? Yeah. What's Argagarg? Argagarg is the Dalson. In the game? Yeah. Oh, is he a brand new character? Was yeah, that? I think he's been around for a little while, but okay. uh, relatively new, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's... Uh, he is Dalsum. He has Dalsum Stand Fierce. He has Yoga Teleport. He has Fireball. Um, something else. There's something that's interesting to him. I forget what it is. But no, he's <laughs> he's, 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 he's he's not a pirate. He, I know. What's what, what? What do they make the stretchy man? From? He's like a lizard. He's a with lizard. a staff. That's you can click on the thing. I mean, he's probably there. He's a fish. My bad. He's not a lizard. No, you're right. He's a fish. He's a fish. 
He even has uh, like a move that um, is like a tidal wave or something to move the opponent. Oh, forget it. You know, I, I'm not even going to bother. It's, it's all good. It's all that, good. that game has some interesting ideas. It's just that so many of them are taken directly. very directly from other games. Right. And then it also has some really weird choices like you can't crouch. Right, there's no high-low blocking. There's no overhead low. It's yeah. super weird, but, you know. Is it Armagon? It's not Armagon. It's Argagarg. 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 I mean, it sounds like he should be a pirate. Argagarg! I don't know why the fish stretches, but he does. Yeah, a lizard would kind of make a little more... I mean, especially if it was, like, a tongue attack, you know? A lizard that, tongue okay, attack. Okay, it does. You know? Argagarg, the water shaman. Okay. Well, in any case... Uh, oh, he, he is kind of murlocky. That's true. That's true. The uh, y- ukulele... You know, the Banjo-Kazooie Kickstarter game. Correct. Ukulele has actually joined the Brawlout roster and is now available on Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Brawlout? So I feel like all these... Uh, it's another one of the platform fighters out there. Okay. Uh, and all these games, I swear, they, they're just like grabbing characters from... It's like guest character madness right, right. Yeah, now. Yeah, it definitely you know? feels that way, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's funny, too, because, like, Shovel Knight is, like, in 17 games, like we mentioned last time, but apparently they're putting their own versus mode into Shovel Knight. Are they really? Yeah. Uh, wow. So it's, like, it's kind of crazy. Um, Blade Strangers is now out. Oh, uh, yeah, I've heard about that. This was It's out for the Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, and Steam. I've seen some people talk about playing it a little bit and trying it out. Okay. Saying that it's very strange for them right now, but, you know, that's, that's going to get better as they keep going. That was unintended, so... But, um, you know, we'll see. I didn't get it until right now. Oh, okay. Uh, I am selectable as a commentator in Yadagarasu. That is true. Oh, no. No. My bad. Nobody donated. I retract it. Nobody donated any bits yet. So we can't do that. We can't do that yet. Um, Fighting EX Layer is getting a new patch. Uh, It's coming out September 5th. It's going to nerf some Gogi decks while mm. buffing anti-airs. Okay. Was anti-airs a problem? I haven't played it, James. Dude, I haven't touched this game yet. I haven't touched it at all because I just... I, like that and Blade Strangers, I, I just don't have time. I don't yeah. have the... I don't have the... Uh, yeah, I mean, no disrespect to the game, but it's definitely lower on the hierarchy for me. Yeah, unfortunately. So... Um, Soul Calibur Six had the Ring Out event this weekend. Uh, where a bunch of people went there to play. Kayani got to play and, and beat up on a bunch of people. Um, and uh, Eris and Markman did a bunch of comments. Mm. the reason why L.I. Joe was out here for the weekend. Okay, Sub-Zero Smoke Rain has given us 100 bits. <clears throat> Ready? Yeah. Okay, that was a good one. Good. Ooh, that one. That one's gonna ring in people's ears. That's gonna ring in people's uh, ears. Uh, but Ring Out uh, was taking place this last weekend, and um, uh, they also revealed a new character. Yeah, they did. A brand new character. Ooh, forty bits from then Apple. Woo. 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 Sorry. Okay, you see the way go. James looked yeah. at me. Oh my God. <laughs> But they revealed a new character, Aswell, who was the second brand new character to the game, a self-proclaimed leader of humanity. Wow, the president of Earth. <laughs> is, I mean, right? Is it just, he's G? He's G? Uh, is the second original character to join after Grow. 
He wields an interesting weapon called the palindrome. Yeah, it's that cool. That's able to summon other weapons out of thin air, even in the middle of combo. It's very cool. He's basically summoning swords and whatnot while uh -huh. doing stuff, and it's cool looking. I palindrome I. Okay. Son, I am able, though you scare me, she said. Anyways, um, I totally messed that up. I have to sing it to get it right. So they might be a giant song called I Palindrome I. Oh. Yeah, Egata bass tone denotes a bad age. Oh, no, but they actually have a palindrome in there that's um, that's a word palindrome. You mean the word itself is a palindrome? Well, it's like the sentences that are written. It's the words are a palindrome, so it's the same words going forward and backwards. Not the letters. It's the words that are a palindrome. I don't think that's a thirty-seven bits from Bleeding Holes Murphy. You scare me, watch it, I beloved, I said, watch, you scare me, though, said she, Abel, am I, son? So it's like... I don't think that's palindrome. It's not lettered palindrome, yeah, yeah. it's worded palindrome. Son, I am Abel, Abel, am I, I think, son? I think that's not a palindrome. It's not a true palindrome. It's not a true palindrome, so... Okay. Anyways. Anyways, Aswell. he looks cool. I, I was, I mean, the trailers for that game are cool looking in the sense that I think it's a very pretty game and I like a lot of the characters but the music is just incongruous in Soul Calibur? in the trailers for Soul Calibur oh okay it's, okay I mean it's still like generic Soul Calibur music you know, uh, you know what I mean I mean you can picture that I mean I don't really know Soul Calibur very well at all so it's just like weird it's just like random instrumentals I mean it's not it's not random it's definitely not a random song I shouldn't say it like that but it's just some instrumentals that don't seem like they fit very well with what's going on. Okay. That's all. Okay. That's all. But I kind of think that way about Soul Calibur music in general. So. Okay. Uh, the game looks fun, though. Graphically, the great game looking is doing game. great. Great job. looking game. Great looking game, yeah. Um, but, you know, they've also hinted out, again, that the future of the Soul Calibur franchise depends on Soul Calibur 6's success. I mean, I, frankly, I think that's true of everything. Thing pretty much, right? I Wait, mean, what? The contention is that if this game doesn't well, do well, there might be a not might not be a yeah, future game. Uh, let's see. Now, in an interview with Dual yeah. Shockers at Gamescom, producer Motohiro Okubo uh, explains that the series still isn't exactly out of the woods yet. Soul Calibur Six itself almost didn't happen, as Bandai Namco had low expectations for the franchise at that point, and it took a lot of convincing for him to actually be given the green light to do it. More importantly, Okubo confirms that the future of the franchise could depend on the success of the game. Woo! Woo! To Tyler Yeah, keep on oh, top dang. of things. Oh, oh good shoot. old Tyler shout out, L. Shout out Tyler. Uh, more importantly, Okubo confirms the success of the game. When asked about whether Soul Calibur 6 could be the last Soul Calibur game if it didn't sell well, Okubo stated, yeah, that's right. He continues by stating, we don't want to blackmail the users by saying that it could be the last one, but as it is, yes. So, well, duh. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's like I said, that just that sounds like standard gaming fare, right? Not even just gaming. Right. Any product, right? Yeah, like, uh-huh. Second Amazing Spider-Man movie came out and bombed, and there's no more Amazing Spider-Man. Hey, Mr. Friday with 100 bits. Woo! We're trying not to kill people's ears. That's all it's, that's happening, so there you go. Good old T. Lansdowne, they call him. Yep. Tyler L., they call him. There you That's go. That's what I've heard. So, uh, if you like the game and you want to keep seeing more, I guess you got to keep going with it. So, uh, this is another weird one. Guest characters coming in here. But uh, 
SNK Hero and Tag Team Frenzy, they announced their first DLC character, and it's Thief Arthur from Square Enix's Million Arthur. So there I've you heard. Go. I've heard about it. Shoutouts to Mr. Friday for the sub. Yeah, you don't get a woo. Yeah, but we, you should do something. I've said you should do something. I should do something. Yeah. I can do the Ultra David. <laughs> okay, I'll accept it. There you go. <laughs> Great. Oh, does Million Arthur really get Yori Yagami? Does that actually... Oh, I hadn't heard about that part of it. I didn't hear about that at all. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Interesting. All right. Anyway, Million Arthur is a... Yeah. There's... I mean, what... what, Thief Arthur. Okay. They're all Arthurs. You get it? Uh, Yeah. There's a million of them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, That's cool. Okay. I didn't didn't realize that part, but that is cool. Cammy got a new costume. Did she really? It's the crossover costume. So you know how she got Airman. So that's she's Cammy. That's not Cammy. That oh, okay. is the character from the game Haunting, Haunting Ground. Ground. Fiona Bell from Haunting Ground. Belly. Yeah. So there you go. So Fiona she Belly. It's a new. There you go. Okay. All right. All right. It's not the uh, not the worst looking. Yeah, but definitely not an out. Oops, I just moved the uh, the the this, uh, yeah. other thing. I hate that. Uh, stupid thing. Please let me. There we go. Hey. It is. Uh, doesn't look like a fighting outfit. I think that's the only weird thing about it. Scroll you know up a little bit. Can you can you put the other one in there in that box? Oh, you mean the the actual chick in there, right? Yeah. yeah does so. that does that put her in the box? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so there you go. That's what it looks like. Yeah. You know, I think it's pretty nice looking for what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's. I'm not sure why this is the crossover that happened, but um, it did, and I think it's it's nice looking for what it is. Okay. There you go. Cool. Anyway, it is David approved. There you go. Yeah, it's uh, really you know. okay. Well, that's coming soon, so there you go. Han, does it say why at all in there? Is in that thing? What do you mean why? In this, in this. I mean, article. Why is Rashid Airman right? Well, I mean, at least it's maybe Han. Maybe Haunting Ground is more recognizable than I realized. I don't know, but I mean, to be honest with you, this wasn't even that big of a game, in my opinion. Okay. I don't think so. Yeah, I mean that's 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 my yeah. I mean, I th- I think it was a survival horror game where you couldn't really do anything but hide from the monster. Okay. And your dog was like there to like help you warn and like do kind of things like okay. that. If I'm not mistaken. So okay. All right. If I'm not. Um, is mistaken. it back on us, by the way? Uh, it should be. It should be. Cool. Yes. Hey, what's up, everybody? Okay. Uh, yeah, that's pretty obscure, but for what it is, I think it looks nice. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is going to come with a special edition with a complete with a uh, actual uh, pro controller themed to Smash Brothers Ultimate. So there you go. What? Yeah, that's Look nice. at that guy. So there you go. So there it is right there. So there's going to actually have with the Smash logo on there. I think it's nice looking. Yeah, it is kind of cool looking. So there you go. What's the thing behind it? That's a special book, I believe. Uh, Let's see. The official smash is a pre-order from online. Sort of special edition. Oh, that might be the game case. That's the special edition game case, actually. That's just the game case. So there you go. Yeah, so it's a steel book kind of thing like that. And then you can control the competition. (laughs) There you go. Cool. 
That is that's yep. pretty cool. Uh, it will be a hundred and forty dollars for oh. that. Well, all right. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man! So there you go. Uh, and also, Best Buy had a listing for Amiibos, I think it was, and may have accidentally hinted that if you have the Amiibos for characters that are not unlocked in Smash Brothers Ultimate, that if you tap it, it will unlock them instantaneously. That's cheating. Dude, that they're gonna sell so many amiibos they, if they do that. For sure, they will. Every to is gonna have to just buy like 70, oh. 70 amiibos, dude, at like twelve dollars each, dude. Oh my That's god, that's crazy. I think that I don't know what to say about that. I'm not happy about it. Right. Obviously, you're gonna unlock them through the game itself. But Doesn't that like, just take time? Isn't yeah, that, but it'll probably take time. It's time release, right? Isn't right. that what they implied? I don't know. They didn't say... They, they said that they hadn't quite determined how yeah. they were going to unlock yeah, okay. the characters yet. So, wow. Wow. So there you go. I don't know. Uh, That's... So, photo stamps. There was obvious, There was also an, like a crazy another Kami costume I saw and another Balrog costume, but those weren't officially announced yet, I don't think. So, I don't know if they're actually out there or... Yeah, so I don't know if those were official or not. Oh, uh, do you just plan to unlock them? I mean... I don't think they've said either way. Yeah. But, uh, right. I do remember them saying it'll be more streamlined. I recall right. that. Well, we did talk about this already, that so SCR, Canada Cup, and EVO have all talked about increased security for right. their events. So we will definitely... Uh, oh, the out, the costumes are out? Did, oh. did you put the mic one up there? The which one? The new mic costume for Boxer? No, I didn't... See, I didn't know if that was a real thing or not. That oh, is a real thing. Oh, I didn't know. Okay, okay. I didn't see any links to it or anything like okay. that. Okay, okay. Oh, that's what it is. He looks like Mike from Street Fighter 1. He does. Oh, he does. Okay, okay. It's called Mike. I think I think it's quite nice looking for again for what it is. Yeah. It's the Mike costume is very simple cuz right. that's yeah, how Street Fighter 5 yeah. uh-huh, Street Fighter uh-huh. 1 was. It's very simple looking, but um, it was like nice. Mike. If I could be like Mike uh, I do not see any. Well, you gotta have the costume or something in that search. Oh yeah, that's probably true. My Google is pretty bad. Like so, that. SF5. Oh, here we go. Oh yeah, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Google wants you to know that that image is maybe subject to copyright. So yeah, I know. Up. I know. I know. So there you go. Bam! Balrog Mike costume. Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. Yeah, I'm down with I mean, that. it's basically a spot on. I'm down with that. I'm down with that, so. But again, it's very simple, so. Yeah. It's, cool re- it's a cool reference to old Street Fighter. Yeah, I'm, so. I'm with it. So They've always know. maintained that Mike and M. Bison are different characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That it was Even though too- they're obviously the same character. <laughs> Come on. Who are you fooling? But they've always maintained that. Yes. Um, they admit that Mike is made after Mike Tyson. Mike, but Balrog, Mike Bison was made after Mike Tyson, right? I think they don't admit that. I think that's like. Was Mike Tyson even a thing when oh, yeah. when Mike when Street Fighter One came For out? Sure. Okay, my timelines are all messed up right now. For so. sure. Okay, okay. Yeah, if I recall correctly. That's not Mike in the Street Fighter 2 intro. That's not their names. It was like Steven Max or something oh, like really? that. Oh, really? I don't yeah. remember that. But yeah, I, if I recall correctly, they admit that Mike from Street Fighter 1 is made after Mike Tyson. 
but they don't admit that for Balrog slash M. Bison in Street Fighter 2, etc. See, I never really believed that they were the same character, but now all the stuff that you're saying here is it almost makes it very clear that they are the same They're character. obviously the same character, <laughs> but they've always maintained that they're different. Oh, man. Interesting. Okay. I mean, they, they wouldn't have switched the name from M. Bison to Balrog and other... Right, yeah, yeah, because they, they were worried about that. Of course, yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. just, it's just uh-huh, uh-huh. legal concern that they would have been sued by Mike Tyson. Right. So for Street Fighter 1, nobody cared about it. It wasn't like it released... I mean, it got big, but it wasn't like released a while in the same way that Street right. Fighter 2 was. So um, okay. I think that there's less of a legal concern there. Or else they didn't have the right lawyers at the time, could be. Uh... Blaze Blue Central Fiction, Injustice 2, and Mortal Kombat XL are discounted as part of PlayStation's Attack of the Blockbusters sale. Okay. So if you wanted to pick up those games for a discount... Dang, look at these discounts. Can these do are that. big. Blaze Blue Central Fiction is half off Dang. from $60 to $30. Injustice 2 is from $40 to $24, 40% off. 40% off Injustice 2 Legendary Edition, so from 60 to 36. Dang, that's good. Uh, 40% off of Injustice Gods Among Us Ultimate Edition. That's oh, the first the one. That's the first one. $20 to $12, and 40% off of Mortal Kombat XL, which goes from 20 to 12. Wow, those are really big differences. Yeah, that's awesome. That, that is actually. Very cool. Good prices there. So yeah, definitely. Ends on. Oh, shoot, it ends today. Oh, it bummer. It ends today, so go. Get it now. Go get it now before it ends. That's cool. Injustice Gods Among Us was a fun, definitely broken game. (laughs) So the way it ended was really unbalanced, huh? It was probably never that balanced. It was more balanced than MK9. Right, okay, okay. But, you know. Batgirl, wasn't it? Oh, she was wild. Uh, You know, was she the best? Maybe not. It might have been Martian or might have been Zod, something like that, but... She was one of the best, for sure. Yeah, so I guess the saying, that sale is over right now, oh. but Unist is on sale right now. So Got it. Uh, the bits for Woos, I mean, <coughs> we'll probably keep doing that for, for, for the <laughs> rest guess. of the Tuesday shows. <laughs> sure. If, in case you guys don't know what we're talking about, donate some bits and you'll find out. <coughs> I have to conserve my energy. Uh, this actually seems pretty cool. I don't know what the detail of this, but on September 7th through 9th, there's going to be an event called Speedy Fists, a fighting game speedrun charity event. (coughs) A three-day fundraiser for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital plans to cover a staggering list of fighting games, which can be found here. And they aren't just arcade mode runs. There's a wide variety of challenges, even some interesting glitch exhibitions, such as the Street Fighter II World Warrior Guile Glitch Showcase. Whoa. So it's going to be on Speedy Fists, twitch.tv slash Speedy Fists. And A Dunk has given us three bits. Three bits? Woo! Yeah, yeah, I'm not getting up into the falsetto range for three bits. <clears throat> Damn! So the, 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 the power is determined by the amount of bits. Nice. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay. Somebody in chat suggested that we only do woo for 100,000 or more. <laughs> 100,000 or more. Okay. No, I'll, give it, I'll give it to you. Okay. Okay. I have, I've already committed to it. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, also... Uh, 200,000 in- bits in the future. Uh, dang, look at this. Is. Mortal Kombat, Shaolin Monks, Normal, All Medallions, Tekken 1cc, Hardest Difficulty, Tekken 2, All Default Character, No Game Over, Tekken 3, 
1cc hardest difficulty. They, they have Dragon Ball Z, Budokai, Gundam Battle Assault, MK Mythology, Sub-Zero, Sonic Ooh. Blast Man 2. Gem Fighter. Gem Fighter, Minimix, Project M. Street Fighter 2, Game Boy. Dang, dude, Dang. they have, they have Dive Kick, Dissidia, Final Fantasy, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, Shaq-Fu, Dong Dong Never Die. Dong Dong Never Die, the Soul classic. Soul Calibur 3, Kart Fighter, I don't even know what that is. I'm PlayStation sure All-Stars, Battle Royale, remember that game? Of course. Uh, Arms, World Heroes 2, dude, they've got everything in here. This is pretty crazy. It's quite a lineup. Yeah, this is actually a pretty crazy lineup here, so. Killer Instincts 1. Yeah, Mortal Kombat, Instinct. Mortal Kombat 2, Verdict Guilty, I've never even heard of that, Same. Lethal League. I know so, that one, it's a fun game. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff there, cool. Also, Equinox, really starting to up up their uh, FGC signings. Okay, nice. Uh, they have signed Joey Fury. Okay, nice, good so pickup. Good pickup for them for Tekken, and they also signed Filipino Man. Oh, yeah? So Filipino Man and, and uh, Joey Fury are now part of Team Equinox. There wow. There you go, so congratulations to them. I don't know if the, the, I, so some of the titles say like it's part of their stream team, so I don't know oh, if they're going to fly them out to gotcha. events or if it's just going to be, you know, they're sponsoring them for streaming kind of right. purposes and stuff like that. Because I know uh, UIU has a stream team as well. They do. Like they have a specifically just a stream team. Not, not uncommon. Right, that's not, hey, we're flying you out to events to compete, but you're just part of our stream group, basically. Correct. So what benefits do they get for that? You know, uh, They'll try to get better deals for the player uh, in terms of advertising by collective bargaining. That's part of it. Oh, okay, um, okay. That's the main thing, I guess. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. there you go. Um, I mean, they'll like direct traffic to the player. You know, right, that's what right. they try to do anyway. Okay. Uh, yeah, Filipino Man has had a sponsor in the past. Upern was one of them. Uh, oh, okay. But... I'm surprised, I guess, because I didn't know that he was intending to play yeah, to in that play. way. Yeah, like, yeah, like exactly. I mean, he couldn't do it, for sure. He's very yeah. talented. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't know that he was doing that. So okay. that's cool. He's a very strong player. If, if he wants to play for real, he could be very strong, okay. for sure. All right. Well, that's all the news that I have there uh, for all that stuff. Anything else that you just feel like bringing up? I mean, I'll, 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 I can talk about... My 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 Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle exploits here. So I saw the Northern Lights. Oh, see, I'm so mad about yeah, that. I know. I know. I know. I, know. <sighs> I saw the Northern Lights. Oh my god! That's it's basically so cool. been something I've wanted to see my entire whole life. The Aurora uh, Borealis. The Aurora. The Aurora. Man. I mean, it's crazy looking. Is so it? we were we were very lucky. I was in Alaska. Um, for an army event that I'll talk about briefly. But the aurora is rare this time of year because it's it's mostly sun. Like, the sun goes down at 10.30. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's up by 5, I think. So there's not a lot of time that's dark. It, right. And even when it's down, it's not... There's still a little bit of faint light in the sky. It's not nothing. So it's rare to see it at this time of year. It had also been very cloudy and rainy the previous days. Oh, no. Okay, and then okay. the last night we were there, it was all of a sudden clear as can be, and Aww. they popped out. And it's the it's the whole sky, one side or the other. It's not, I just mean it's a ribbon across the whole sky. Right, yeah. It doesn't fill the whole sky, but it's, it's a giant ribbon that's just the whole one side of the sky to the other. And uh, seeing it move in person is wild because it moves so fast sometimes. It's not like it's just sitting there sort of shaking right it's not mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm. it's constantly forming and reforming itself 
Damn. Sometimes it just like is running across the sky, crazy, huh. crazy fast. Okay. Uh, sometimes okay. it just sits there. Sometimes it fades out of existence, and sometimes it comes back very, very fast. It was it was mostly green. There was a little bit of pink and purple in there, but um, I'm very slightly colorblind, and I couldn't see it that well. Yeah, it's in a in a way that like doesn't matter for the okay, most part. Okay. But okay. but you know, you know when you do when you take an eye test and they give you those little things that have like colored dots in the yeah, middle yeah, 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 you know, like which uh-huh, numbers uh-huh. can you see i can usually only see like the first one or two oh, i usually can't okay. it doesn't really impact my day-to-day life right, but right. in this instance it looked white to me looked gray and the other guys were like it's clearly green it's clear it's clearly green and i was like <laughs> I, think, I don't know and then and then i took a picture of it with like my long exposure you know because mm-hmm, you can't just take a picture mm-hmm, of it mm-hmm. uh and sure enough it was green Oh, okay. Great. okay. So um, it was, it's crazy, man. It was literally outside the window. Like I was, uh, my my room in the hotel happened to be facing the direction that it was in. And so just before I went to sleep, I thought, hey, maybe I could see the aurora. I, just, I should check just before uh-huh, I go to sleep because uh-huh, what uh-huh. if it's there? And so I looked outside and I thought I saw clouds uh-huh. and I went to sleep. And then half an hour later, Kazmer called me and he was like, you got to get outside. The aurora is here. Oh, dang, and nice. it turned out that what I thought were clouds was actually the aurora. Oh, dang. Okay. okay it was there. Okay. Um, nice. Yeah, man. It's, it's incredible looking. It's, <sighs> you know, if I hope everybody gets a chance to see it. I know not many people do. It's in a very particular parts of the world that you can see it. But I got to tell you, it's, it's one of those sites that I've always wanted to see and that I'm very glad that I did. I feel very lucky that I did. And uh, it's, it's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. I just feel like everybody asked to go to that event ahead of me, and so they just stole my spot. <laughs> well, yeah. I was in Fairbanks, Alaska. Uh, so as, as James has talked about before, there's been a series where the Army does uh, tournaments for its soldiers um, in which, you know, they're basically just trying to give the soldiers a good time in the same way that they sometimes invite singers and comedians and stuff to mm-hmm. do shows for soldiers. They are now also doing video game tournaments. Right. So it was just people who were on the actual base who could enter. Uh, it wasn't that big. It was, I think, 30-something people. It was just uh, it was to help them have a good time, and they right. all had a good time, so I think that's pretty cool. Uh, but so anyway, I was in Fairbanks for that. Fairbanks is around the middle of Alaska. Alaska's gigantic. It's, uh, you know, a huge, huge state. So like, being in Fairbanks, Alaska, we were actually north of a town called North Pole, Alaska. Oh, Pretty man, far that's up crazy. At yeah, Fort Wainwright, yeah, exactly. I literally have a document on my phone that lists all the states that I've been to. And I really wanted to make sure that I got to as many of them I could. This was like the best chance for me to get to Alaska. And I've asked Hanzo, I was like, hey, like two weeks ago, I was like, can I make it to the Alaska one? And he's like, we'll see, we'll see. And yeah. I think I got, I got CB'd, dude. I got CB'd. What does that mean? Cock blocked. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I know what that meant. Um, so this coming weekend, there's going to be an event where they, basically all the winners of these various army-based tournaments mm-hmm. are getting flown to PAX West, to Seattle, I guess, right. uh, where they're going to have a competition so that those eight can decide who is the winner of the whole thing. And they're, they're very f- spread out. Like, they had four that had yeah, streams yeah, at them. Yeah, yeah. They were uh, like, I think uh, Georgia, Alaska... Texas, someplace else. But then there's also uh, a base in Germany, 
one in South yeah, Korea? Yeah, that was the Bavaria one, Bavaria. right? Bavaria. Yeah, and the guy who won that one was at Evo, too. He actually oh, said sick. hi to me. So oh, wow, that's awesome. Really okay. cool, yeah. Anyway, I think that's nice that they do that. You know, it's... Yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, I hope they do it again so I can go to Alaska next year, dude. Really, really wanted to go. I won't take your spot. That was like the one that I wanted to go to, man. Dang. Uh, well, shout outs to uh, the gift sub to Peter0611. Shout outs to Mr. Friday. Uh, that's very nice. Yeah. That's very nice. These guys are on my, in my uh, Chen Dynasty chat all the time. Very so. nice. Very nice. Yeah. So there you go. Anyway, um, I saw the Aurora. What? Oh, man. It was, I, as I was going, as I was lying in bed, I could see through the window the Aurora Borealis. From my bed. Dude, if I go there, oh, I, gar- my God. I guarantee you that'll be the weekend that the Aurora Borealis cannot be seen. Well, it's really rare. I mean, so as, as we were there, um, Casmer and a few other guys had gone to dinner. They were walking uh, back. And as they were walking back, a pickup truck went by them and was like, hey, we're going to go check out the Aurora at a uh-huh. some field or whatever. Right. Um, botanical garden. And two of the guys said, sure, we'll hop in the truck and go with you. And so they did. Whoa, so, they, so they they did. It turned out to be this couple of guys from Montana, and one of the guys had been living there for a year and a half, and he said he's th- seen the aurora three times. So it's rare. It's rare. No, they returned. It was okay. I didn't. I didn't see it from my kitchen, but I actually did see it from the kitchen in the hotel room. It was one of those sweet t- uh, style things. So I was in the kitchen seeing it. Localized entirely outside of my hotel window, correct? Oh, man. Well, I know this is killing James, but I just thought <laughs> I should talk about it, and I had a blast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we're done with this dream. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. I was wearing pants for... Yes, I was. In fact, when I went, when I went outside, I was wearing my little pants PJs, and it was very cold. Man. Unfortunately, I didn't get to go to the Mining Hall of Fame... On Friday, which is the day as we were setting everything up, um, I had thought for some reason that I could go on and off the base. I was just like, oh, I'll God, go help okay. them set up, and then I'll just like take an Uber to go check out the museums I want right, to see. Yeah, uh-huh. You can't just go on and off in a military installation. <laughs> I didn't think about it in advance. So uh, I could not go see the stuff right. that I wanted to see. Exactly. James's dream of watching Cammy stage. I mean, come on. Well, I'm sure, it happens in England all the time. Yeah. Just sure like the stage. Happens. It happens all the time. Right. Well, I mean, you see him every year angry again, but if you live there, I'm sure you can... Yeah, this guy said that he's been there for a year and a half, and he's seen them three times. So that's not to say that it never happens. That's like maybe once or twice a year. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. (laughs) I'm so sad. (laughs) Uh, Maybe one of these days. Maybe one of these days I'll make it. I'll get there. Uh, Fairbanks is not... By the ocean, it's like probably a thousand miles from the ocean. Oh, really Alaska's cool. a big state. It's large, a super you know, big no, it's very state. Large. Yeah, it's the size of the Western U.S. Mm-hmm. And in fact, if you if you include the width of the state, including all the islands, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it's most of the width of the continental U.S. Right. So it's like three almost Pretty three thousand miles to get across there. Yeah, for sure. Okay. All right. Well, um, I was going to talk about Blaze Blue Two eighty five. 
What's 285? Oh, <laughs> is that wow? <laughs> yeah, that's my high level. I'm oh, just, I'm yeah. just, I'm not playing. I'm not grinding. I mean, as I said before, I'm trying not to grind. Right, right. I'm just doing quests, and I haven't done any world quests because I just want to do the story and then get out of there. How much through the story are you? Uh, I think most of the way. I think most of the way. Okay, okay. It's fun. I haven't been going crazy on it, which I'm happy about. Anyway, um, I've heard I've heard Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battles is fun. <laughs> How's that going? Uh, my, well, <laughs> <laughs> this should have been the last thing, huh? Not the. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> I'm just gonna have to fly out there myself one of these days. Just gonna have to fly out there. Well, myself. you know, you know what we were talking about, Barrow. What? Remember when Casmer at first thought that it was gonna be like at the northernmost point? Oh of yeah, Alaska? yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So I actually looked up how much it would cost to fly to Barrow, Alaska, which is on the coast of the Arctic uh, Sea, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's. Um, you know, it's the, basically the northernmost big town there, 5,000 mm. people or so. It's only a few hundred bucks. It's like, it's like 400 bucks. To fly bucks from here, you mean? To fly from here to there. Really? Yeah, it's surprisingly cheap. And the reason it's so cheap is that for most of the year, that's the only way to access Barrow, Alaska. It's frozen, so you can't take a boat, oh, and there are no roads. Gotcha. So they're just sending airplanes to Barrow every day. Oh, okay, and if you okay. want to hitch a ride, you can do it. <laughs> that doesn't sound that doesn't sound comforting no no i mean it, they're they're normal flights i'm just saying like it's happening anyway so the reason it's so cheap is that like they're just always sending oh, flights okay, to Barrow. okay gotcha gotcha okay okay you can go i bet they've got the aurora there but don't go this time of year because it's going to be too bright right mm -hmm. go more during when it's darker for most of the year yeah. basically right yeah so because obviously, uh, at the hot—I mean, honestly, four hundred dollars for a flight is not to as, Barrow. To what I thought, I thought it'd yeah, be a thousand dollars. Like it's not, mm -hmm, but it's not. Mm -hmm. Anyway, how's Team Yuzu Bay going? Uh, Jubei is bad. <laughs> He's not very good. Yeah. And, uh, Yuzu is ridiculous. She's top tier if uh, like i said it on the stream if i paired her with Jin, it's like guarantee that's like a top tier team okay. because Jin is just stupid right? yeah Jin's pretty if good if i pair, paired her with like gordo or ruby or s or something like that it's gonna be so much better than um what what the team is right now but there is some interesting things about the yuzube team that work particularly well like i said the nice thing about Jubei's neutral assist is it's very, very long. Mm -hmm. It hits for a long time, which gives you a very easy confirms and stuff like that. But not only that, but it scales so low. So I have a combo that does 9,200 damage for one super. Dang, okay. Right? One bad. super on a super easy, low starting, half screen, low, confirmable combo, right? And it's 9,200. But when I switch him to other characters and do the same combo the combo drops down to like eight thousand damage uh -huh. to seven especially if you do blake like anything with blake uh -huh. kills the damage blake just murders damage yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm not sure what they it is about her weirdly. yeah she, like her assist just murders damage yeah. and so that actually works out and then jubei has the the, the assist with the bouncing ball mm -hmm. like while that bouncing ball is on screen and yuzu's just like throwing swords everywhere like i can just whiff swords in like four directions and it doesn't even matter 
at that point in time. So that character, I feel like the team works really well. The problem is if Yuzu ever dies, then like I'm in massive trouble. Because the other problem with Jubei too is he can't convert off of anything into big damage combos without an assist. Mm -hmm. Anytime you do B slashing, which is like his main weapon, you can't extend the combo. As soon as you do the B slashes, your combo is done. You end with a towards A or a back A and that's it. That's like the best you can do. There's literally no way to extend it except maybe someone said in the air I can do 236C, the metered version of the little dot 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 thing, mm -hmm. you know. And that move, by the way, I guarantee you if you took that move out of the game, I think Jubei would get better. What? Yeah, because that move in the air is like the biggest garbage Okay. Because it's like you have to have an assist or you are dead. Because it has so much recovery at the end of it. It is like, it's ridiculous. And every time I do a combo, I have to high jump into A. And you know how high jumps work when you do combos like that. It naturally does a quarter circle forward motion. So a lot of times I try to do high jump A and I come out with that move. I drop my combo, they block it, and then I die. Basically, so if they took that move away, I actually think Jubei would get better. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> but uh, do, do you feel like when he's on point with Yuzu assist, mm -hmm. that he's good? Or? He can be decent just because if you if you block the BB thing, he has a high low mix up, yeah, which can only be extended with an assist. Okay. So if you have to take that, if you don't have any push block, then it's a problem, right? So dude, what, what about like side to side mix ups? Uh, it's too hard because he has to do the dash, and um, it's it's not fast enough for him. And you're never in a position where the enemy is not doing anything when you're right next to them. You know what I mean? Maybe I should try some meaty situations, but I very rarely get any knockdowns. Mm. He has the he has the one where he leaps over you and claws all day like that, right? But that thing is completely unsafe on block. Do we do a woo for one bit? Easy, bruh. We can do a small one. We can do a small. Woo! There you go. So. But yeah, but Jubei also dies the push block as well. If he ever does A into B, you push block it, the B just like sits sense. there. He's like, woo, kill me now. So basically, all I have to do is attack with raw B. Because if they push block the first one, usually the second one recovers yeah. in time that I can actually be okay. Interesting. But he's not a very good character. He's definitely very weak. And uh, I'm not sure how they could make him better, but I feel like uh, <laughs> you watched an ad for those two bits. That's, Can I you do that? I didn't even know you could get bits for watching ads. I don't know that much about the bits okay. system. Thank you, Easy Bro. Much appreciated, dude. Seriously. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that... Um, <laughs> really, you can't? Wow, that's cool then. Thanks, yeah. Easy Bro. Wow, but, I should get some free bits. But uh, Yuzu is super <laughs> strong. Yuzu is super strong. And, and the way that I feel like I... I mean, it's interesting because her low is so good. And so it actually turns out that you get people having to crouch block a lot just to be safe. So you have to use a crash attack a lot. But mm -hmm. she jumps really far when she does it. So she has a really good crash attack. So it's actually pretty good. Yash wants to know if the guy with the fold-up chair is any good in BB Tag. Yeah, I think Jan got third at uh, Kumite in Texas. <laughs> nice. That's a good joke. Nicely done. That's a good <laughs> okay, joke. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Like that. Come on. Yeah, yeah. It's hard for me to get too excited right now. <laughs> oh, I killed it. 
It's a good joke. Come on. Yeah. Well, I mean, David played me with the uh, with Q with with the uh, Sagat versus Sagat that one time. So yeah, know, it was like, technically on stream. Yeah, it was technically on stream. Shine was a Smash event that was in uh, in in Boston. Yeah, talking about Kanji, of course. No, that's what Yash is asking about. Kanji is the character with a folding chair. I don't think he's very good. He has a great assist. He has the great a assist where you, where you hurl the uh, chair. The, the and chair it, and, the, and the drop kick, I think, are both oh, really okay, good. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but that's the interesting thing. Is like I feel like some characters were designed like the Shinko Syndrome. They're like, wow, this assist is really good, so let's make this character kind of ass. I mean, honestly, in BB Tag right now, it really feels like... Like, here's top tier and here's low tier, a.k.a. here's long-range character and here's short-range mm. character. It really feels that way right now. I, I, I don't feel like the short-range characters have life in this game, but if you're like Blake and, you know, Blake, his range is super good. Orie's jump A is super good for range. She definitely She has crazy range. Yeah. She and, stabs uh, in from anywhere. And dude, I was fighting it. against Amai. Mai has, like, ridiculous range with that staff that she has. The thing hits everywhere. S's range is super good. Ruby, Gordo, Merkava is super good. God, Merkava was driving me nuts. Sora's Merkava was driving me nuts. I, I don't think it's fair to call Ruby short range. She has some big buttons. She has... Uh, whatever the gunshot's called, and she has buzzsaw, which is which can be made safe. So yeah. I I don't I wouldn't call her short range. I don't even know if Jin counts as short ranged either. Really, I, I don't. I mean, I, it's like I'm, I'm is thinking, Yang short ranged. I wouldn't say so because she has the little air fireball that's so important to her game. Yeah. Uh, so I, she can she can do stuff at mid range. So can Jin. Right. So I'm thinking more of the, like the the Makotos and the Akihikos. Yeah, for and sure. The, that, that's and what the I thought you meant. and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. That's why Waldstein is better than Tager, right? So Waldstein is better than Tager because Waldstein has better range than Tager. That's a big part of it. Right, so... Yeah. But honestly, I, I feel like the range characters just have such a distinct advantage in this game. It's I mean, funny because I, I, don't, I don't feel that way about the dedicated zoners. Like, I don't think, like, obviously... Um, I mean, Batista has... Yukiko is not very good. But, oh, I see um, what you're saying. Yeah, okay. Uh, I think new is like good, but not great. So the zoner, yeah, the zoners don't. It's it's like a different kind of range. It, it, it is a different you know? range. It is a different range. It's a different kind of range. So, I mean, I hope Akihiko turns out to be. Oh, I'm sorry, Kanji turns out to be good. I hope a lot of those characters turn out to be good. But in, right, the, in the patch. Yeah, or just it, yeah, in something. I mean, I don't think that they're good in this. Right, because I mean, right now that is. A hundred percent Jubei's problem right now is he has no range. Okay, so all. maybe we—I don't think we brought this up—that there's going to be a BB tag patch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's and right. There's nothing is announced as to what's in it. That's unclear. Uh, I really hope that they—I mean, it's the same hope as always, right? Don't blow up the top tier that much. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Please mm -hmm. mostly help the bottom tiers. Right. right? That's uh -huh. that is. The preference. Yeah, but the answer to your question, Night Slash, is Waldstein has amazing buttons in Unist. He does. He was he was basically my worst enemy. It in actually that might game. be better in Unist because there's more targeted ones yeah, that are uh -huh. a little bit. Because when I when I played Nana, yeah. say I could not beat that character at all because yeah. he just stood at one range and was like H yeah. H H and I died. Yeah, Mimic agrees. Yeah, I think Mick Mick. Yeah, I think he has Mick. better buttons in Unist. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. But yeah, that'd be interesting to see what they do with the patch. Jubei needs something. 
They need to make the, that air thing. They need to make one of them safe on block or something. Cool. Some range at least like, or something. Yeah. It's like completely useless right now. You can't even combo into it. You can only combo yeah. into the the C version. It's invincible when you go th when it starts up. Like I've gone through full entire full screen beam supers and like just hit them. But it's like you hit them, you can't do anything off of it. And if they don't do the beam super, you're dead. Mm -hmm. Right, so I'm just not sure how to make the only one that's decent is quarter circle back B, which makes him do the weird yeah. Z pattern so you can go to the other side, call an assist, and try yeah. to confirm off of that. But again, if it gets blocked, you die. Like the timing in to, to make it safe with your assist is earlier than it is than mm -hmm. if you okay. have to do it react on block to make it safe. You know what I mean? If you do it and then call your assist so that you can combo off of it. If they block, your assist has already been called and you're going to die. What, what do you think about using maybe like walled slashes assist because it has, it's pretty active, lasts for a oh, while. Oh, that could work. That could M work. Maybe user's not the right teammate for, yeah, for that. Might not be or something. So, Or like maybe if you think that he's going to get punished, just do an active switch to Yuzu. Oh, interesting. You know, I haven't thought about something like okay, that. Okay, yeah, that'd be useful. And you know what? You're probably right. That's pro It's probably more. It might be more useful for some of those switch combo, like switch mix-ups. That, that's what I mean. When, when I say side-to-side -side mix ups I think that's mostly what I'm thinking. Yeah, about. okay. I'll have to look into it. I'll okay. have to look into it. So, I mean, like I said, there's a lot of things about the team. Like, I love Jubei as a backup for Yuzu. Like, I love that, that part of it, but it's just as soon as I have to use Jubei. Like, even when he activates Resonance, like, he can't even really do any crazy combos. It's really unfortunate. He's really limited on a lot of his combo paths, which makes me sad, so... Yeah, the Snake Eater, I think I agree that Wald sounds like a good good teammate mm -hmm. for Jubei. Yeah, I'll have to look in that. Have to look Wald is a good character. He's got good assists. Yeah, he's just good, good for assists. everybody, pretty much, so... Yep. He's a really good pickup. Mm -hmm. uh, Wald is awesome. Best grappler? Um, probably... In that game? I'm trying to think. Yeah, because there's really not any other, like, Maybe like soul grapplers, you know what I mean? Yeah. That kind of thing, so. But yeah, uh, cer certainly, like, big body type grappler, yeah. Yeah. But I, I think it's true, Rockstar says he's not that grapplery. I think I agree with that. I think that's more of, like, a uh, rarer thing. Right. I think as Wald, I typically don't even want to be right next to you. Mm -hmm. I want to be a little mm -hmm. further away. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's always uh, funny. Gord maybe the best grappler. Because uh, oh yeah, that's right. Because uh, honestly, uh, Jubei like he's supposed to be one of the masters in the Blaze Blue lore. Apparently, there's like three right. masters. There's just like nine Jubei and Hakumen or something like that. And Jubei definitely doesn't feel like it right now. He definitely needs a buff. He definitely needs a buff. So. Hopefully, they buff him. Hopefully, they buff some other characters. I just what I. I mean, I, I don't expect it to be like old Arxis times where the top tier gets buffed, but maybe. I mean, I guess that happened in Guilty Gear, right? I mean, it wasn't even that they got buffed. It's just that they didn't go anywhere. Okay. Like, they nerfed some things, but then they made up for it, and sometimes okay. the things that they made up for it were better than what they nerfed. Okay, I see. You know, like Sin. They were like, okay, we're going to change this one so it's no longer hard knock. Now you can do, like, two beak drivers in the air loops and stuff like that. And it was, it was just like got everything, it. yeah. But Johnny keeps getting buffed, dude. They take so stuff away. I, I don't I don't expect um, bad balancing per se. I mean, like look at what happened with uh, Dragon Ball, which I think they did a pretty pretty good job with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. I heard that the tier list is a lot better now in that game. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So as long as it's something that's on par with that, 
they can. I feel like they can leave the top tier characters mostly alone. I think that there should be some nerfs, but like okay. mostly they're fine. Uh, it's more about I think helping out the other characters. Tarumi is supposed to be one of them, huh? Okay. When was the last time I played SFVAE? Well, we just played. I just the other uh, night. We just played Sagat, so Sagat definitely brought my. Uh, my feelings back in there, so right. Of course, there are different different directors, different different teams working on those games. Absolutely. Yeah. So the fact that there's in one game good balancing doesn't mean that there's going to be in the other. But I hope that it. I hope that there yeah. sort of transfers over mm-hmm. intercompany. Mm-hmm. We'll see. So, well, hopefully they buff up Jubei a little bit. I mean, it doesn't even really matter anyway because my main team is super good anyway, unless they nerf them. Are you so. gonna, I thought you hadn't been playing that. Uh, Aurier Blake. Yeah. No, I, it's still my main team. So uh, when uh, Olaf came over, we started playing, and I played Blake Aurier, and it, that team is so good. That team is just ridiculously good. Sounds good. Um, I was blowing him up at first. He he was trying to find a team that he liked and stuck with, so I switched to Yuzu, and I switched to Yuzu Bay. And same thing, like, when I was fighting his nine, who's all about zoning, like, I, Jubei couldn't do crap. What was his team? He was he used all sorts of people, but okay. he was like he used mostly Labrys and tried somebody else. Mm, Labrys and somebody else. So he tried Labrys with nine, Labrys with uh, my, Labrys with a few other. And like I said, when I had to fight nine with my Jubei, it was not fun because mm-hmm. it's just she zones him really well, I can see which that. is funny because you know I guess she really wears the pants in the in the, in the relationship. Oh, yeah. So yeah, but um. Uh, then I switched back to Aurier Blake, and he was doing a little bit better. But that team is still really, really freaking good. So that team is really, really good. So uh, I've only been playing the one. Yeah. Big boys. You're just doing take Hulk a while. That's it, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah, I just uh, I wanted to make a zoning team work. I just don't believe in it that much in mm-hmm. this game. Labrys is the axe girl yes, yes. with the, ro- the robot mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, Jubei and Nine's kid is a um, Kokonoe, right? I have no idea. Isn't it Kokonoe? Or am I'm I? I'm not saying I, you're wrong. Am I, just I wrong no about? Th- oh, I don't. I, I'm. I'm saying I might be wrong. Uh, cool. Cool. Yeah, man. I mean, Dora got top three with New Has, but it's Has. Yeah, Hazma. Hazama, really. super. I am good. right. Okay, that is correct. Hazama okay. is very strong. Yeah, Hazma's annoying, dude. Super obnoxious That's like, character. But the worst part about it is, I think Merkava's more annoying. Okay. Because he kind of does the same thing and just flies up there. Like I think Haz and, and Merkava might be a better runaway team for GC Yoshi than than what than he was Yusuke. trying. Yeah, than Yusuke. Yeah, because when Merkava's just flying up there, like because the game is limited in the number of moves that you have because they're just not as many buttons. They didn't concentrate on a lot of moves that hit in that direction. That's also kind of why Haas can fly around the screen. It's really hard sure. to control him, right? And so Merkava and Haas now can both just fly up there all day, and I don't even know what. Like I, like I said, Yuzu, that quarter circle forward B, goes like up the entire screen, and I couldn't hit him. It would miss, and he could air block. Right, he can fly and air block. He can air block the whole time he's flying, so you can't hit him with anything. Literally. Okay, I haven't played against him yet, but now that's, that sounds concerning. Yeah, like it, unless you're Igis and her DP goes straight up into the sky. Right. But even when I use, isn't there a limit to how high it's unblockable? 
Oh, I don't have no idea. I think there is. Because I all I know is Jubei and Yuzu have the uppercut in the air. Yeah. But it's blockable when you do it yeah, in the yeah. air. Yeah, no, I, I think I think right, the, those are blockable. And I think that there's a limit to how high it's unblockable. Oh, like really? there's like there's a point uh, where it's unblockable. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, dude. No, most of the time, the DPs all miss. Like, all of my DPs could not hit Merkava while flying up in the sky. That character is really annoying. I don't I think character is... Maybe I'm wrong about that. That's what I... I feel like that has, I haven't seen that that often, so I think I'm going more on what I've heard. Okay, okay. But uh, I'm not super confident. In that. Okay. But yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens with Merkava. I mean, I'm sure Klim will play him in this game and everything like that. There's going to be a lot of good Merkavas out there, in my opinion, because he's just... I mean, Merkava was annoying in Eunice, yeah. and now you have an assist back him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. it's just like, Jesus Christ. So, yeah. Well, I'm going to put out Atomic Collider and just invite him. <laughs> I wonder if that would even work. I wonder if that would even work. He'd probably just, like, fly away or, like, hit you or something. Oh, the slash is going. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Dude, it's hard not to make Merkava Merkava A tier. His tools are just like yeah, uh, just the way he just he's, made a character like that. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's like Waldstein, in my opinion. Yeah, like it's, it's like hard Waldstein. for those yeah. characters to be bad. Yeah, you know? you'd have to really change something about them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, fun game for sure, for sure. Uh, I will be on Arc Live again tomorrow. Oh, nice. Uh, I'll be on there and do some Unist stuff. So. Uh, uh, my intention was just to kind of go through, like, have the stream pick a character, and we would just do their trials so you could see how cool oh, that cool. is. But we do have an expert on the stream tomorrow, so okay. we might actually just deep dive into some characters. Oh, that's awesome, man. Like I'm, okay, that, so. I'm, I'm glad to hear that that show is going to go into yeah, that kind yeah. of thing. So that's we're, awesome. We're gonna see, we'll see how that goes. So what is this, what's the stream on? Uh, it's on twitch.tv slash arcsystemworksu. Okay. Arc System Works U. What's the lore to me liking grapplers? Well... I like putting people in situations that they don't like. That's the long and short of it. Um, there's something to me about uh, both grappling and zoning, which is why I like them, that I know people find frustrating, and that gives me life. That sounds about right. That sounds that's, about the, right. that's the true story. Uh, in fact, that, that's the same reason that I played defense when I played hockey back in the day. <laughs> I got more satisfaction out of preventing other people from scoring than I did out of scoring mm. myself. Yeah, and Panda Milker, I'm not good at third strike at all. I, I'm like, eh, okay-ish. Like, I, if I play it a lot, it's not, I can remember stuff that I'm supposed to do with Dudley, but I'm not even, I'm, I wouldn't even consider myself an expert by any means yeah. in that game, so. It's all good. Yeah, I feel like grappling and zoning are two sides of the same coin. Yeah. For that reason. Yeah. I mean, that's why, and it's why when I talk to guys like Derek Daniels, you know, who's worked on God of War and stuff like yeah. that, and Seth Killian, you know, uh, we're always, we have that belief that you can't make them the strongest characters in the game because they make people quit. You know, they, they, they make people like, Fuerte is another character that makes people love quit. Fuerte, right? And that's the thing. I think it all. But works. The, the thing is that for him, my interest in him was not that he makes people mad. Like it's not about the individual mm -hmm. little mix-ups. It's 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 more that I really liked that his run mechanic was so, so unique. I don't mean uh, that the follow-ups out of it. I mean like he wasn't a he didn't have footsies. He only had footsie normals. He had run as his footsie mm, tool, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I thought that was uh, really unique. Really interesting. So, 
I wasn't out there like doing the stupid flip mix-ups right, constantly. Right. Like, yeah, I mean, but that's that's why Kai Happy Tang played him. Oh yeah, definitely. Because he just wanted to piss people off. That is off, definitely why. Right? Yeah. So I'm not saying the character doesn't do yeah, that. Yeah, 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 I'm just saying my uh, interest uh, in uh, it wasn't yeah, yeah, that side yeah, yeah. of it. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. You made a Sagat Rage quit as Sakura. I mean, lore-wise, that's actually kind of sad because all Sakura's trying to do is be as good as Ryu, and then she beats up Sagat, and then Sagat rage quits. I don't know. There's something lore-wise about that that's sad for Sagat. So, uh, Interested in an interview with your university's so professor? What's Snake Eater talked to me about it. His university's professor found out that he was into esports and really wanted to do, and he's interested in studying up on it, and especially like the way Japan plays you know, fighting games and everything like that. And so he messaged me, and I said, I'm totally down. To, I'd be to happy help to help, him. of course. I'm, yeah, I'm totally down if the professor ever... Because I think more intellectual studies on video games is important. You know what I mean? Definitely kind of agree. Like that, so I'm definitely down. So In the uh, eSports Bar Association that I'm helping to start up, one of the committees that we're creating is a publications committee with the intention of helping people publish um, eSports-related academic mm, okay, articles. Okay. So, yeah, I think that's really important. Okay, okay. I'd love to see more of that. Nice. Okay. Uh, anyway, anything else going on for now? No, I think I'm done. Okay. <laughs> I will rectify the situation at some point in time, dude. I will. I promise. I will take care of that situation. We'll see what happens next year if the army decides to keep going with this. Carter better let me go to Alaska. I'm going to strangle him. I don't have any control over that. I'm going to strangle him if he doesn't do it, dude. That wouldn't be great. Justice 2 is a great game. The neutral is excellent. I really like the mix-ups. I think the defensive options are very interesting. Shout-outs to Kwanzai for 100 bits. Woo! And also 60Jam. Bitaki. Woo! Switch this thing. Oh no! We're still here. No. You could hear the Northern Lights. It went. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> what?